Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. hammered. All right, fuck it. Let's do this. <laughs> what is up, gang? This is Point Hammered, <laughs> episode 40 fracking 7. 40 fracking 7? 40 fracking 7. Today is November 11th, 2011. This is one of those fucking lucky days, 11-11-11. Yeah. Baron Raj got married. <laughs> We're so excited. We're going to record two podcasts today. <laughs> Man, these motherfuckers don't have yeah. to know that. The stick is up. <laughs> well, when they when we announced, you know, the episode 46 is also recorded on 11 11 11. We just won't say the date, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, anyways. What the fuck's been up, boys? Not much. Not Back from North Star. Back oh, from yeah. fucking N Star. One week fresh. Yeah. From the event. About five or six days now. Yeah. We needed to wind down a little bit, tug on our wieners. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of shit. Yeah, right, souls rest. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough time. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't uh, the usual drunk fest. I didn't exceed my beer caps by too many <laughs> either night. <laughs> it's my new fucking non-drinking at tournament strategies. When you go, before you go, you set a beer cap. So the first night in my head, before we left, I had a two-beer beer cap. And the second night, I had a six-beer beer cap. Mm-hmm. Next then, time it might help if you actually set realistic mm-hmm. beer caps. <laughs> I'm just going to point out that you set a two-beer cap. <laughs> well, that was while I was at home still. And then took three beers down to the <laughs> gaming hall with you. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> I knew I was going to get thirsty later. <laughs> Anyways, I did pretty well, though. It was a fucking good time. We'll get to that shit. Yeah, for sure. So uh, what are you guys been up to in the hobby? Anything interesting? Mm-hmm. Just been uh, re-examining my new army book now that I've had some oh. uh, playtime under my belt. This is almost as motivated as I've ever seen the freaking bear. He's been nonstop. We had in-depth Warhammer discussions in the vehicle yeah. with the Raj fucking sawed logs in the back scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did you have any preparation up to the North Star Bear? Bar? Absolutely none. Well, I did read the yeah, book. I mean, bit, enough to right? rescore it. Make a new army tray or something? Yeah, well, I made a couple new army trays. That's right. And Rebased a couple of units, man. Don't yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, after we got drunk the first night, Don't your ass was fucking in the room <laughs> painting bases and shit. Pulling a Raj. Yeah, it actually turns out it takes exactly the same amount of time for me to do bases as it t- takes for Johnny to have a conversation with Ginger on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, let's not get into that shit. (laughs) You end up about the same level of ornery at the end. (laughs) I think I was a lot less ornery than you. Motherfuckers. 
<laughs> All right. This shit ain't cool. So what have you guys been working on? Anything interesting or cool or fucking lame? Uh, and I was planning to do up a couple models for North Star. Yeah? At least paint the banners. And then... You totally got it done, know, right? I, looked, I mean, I just you must have. Fuck it. <laughs> Big middle finger to everyone waiting for the new painted banners. <laughs> <laughs> so oddly, the bear didn't, or the bear did a lot, and Raj didn't do shit. So you guys kind of reverse roles here. We're swapping, <laughs> swapping spit, so to speak. And I just did my normal fucking thing, which is uh, work on models, but never actually finish. <laughs> it does take so goddamn long. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't do anything specifically for the tournament, mm-hmm. but I finally finished the Orctonian BSB. You can find his ass on Orctonia.com. Mm-hmm. Turned out pretty sweet. Got a lot of positive feedback. And so now, what color is he? Uh, I finished the conversion work. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now all I want to do is work on Orctonians. I don't want to work on bull ogres. Uh-huh. I don't want to fucking work on razor gore chariots i don't want to do shit but paint goddamn orctonians orctonians i'm fucking holding it back in reserve though mm-hmm. other than that i've been working on <laughs> oh fuck me i've been working on the Mornfang cavalry for the bull ogres i don't know if we ever really said what they are so it's going to be razor gore chariots being driven by minotaur yeah. So today I finally finished converting up the Razor Gores. All four of them? All four of them. Ready for fucking... I'm going to do the base, and then I'll prime them up. Or put some gravel on them, I mean. Then I'll prime them up. And started converting the four Minotaur Riders. I sculpted eight fucking hooves and started putting the fur around the hooves. And that's when I realized how much I really don't want to be fucking working on Minotaur. <laughs> you want to be painting... Octonian. The best Octonian. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's been cruising. Orctonian. Working on the third Reichland Ogre. He's going to be the battle standard bear since the second Reichland Ogre got finished. Now, is the third Reichland Ogre going to fare any better than the first and second Reich? Ooh, <laughs> <Land> <laughs> <Ogres>. <laughs> well, probably not. Probably has to about. 10 or 15 years. <laughs> he's going to claim he's going to be around for a thousand years, <laughs> but he's going to put her out after like a decade, decade and a half. got a thousand years of power. Come and get me. Yeah. He's only got a good 16 years in him. <laughs> the third Reichland Ogre. <laughs> nice. Third oh, Reich, boy. Clint Ogre. You know what? I might start working on a Bretorkian army. <laughs> That's I fine. I might be able to beat you to the punch. Yeah, but mine will look three times as good as yours. <laughs> and yours will have come and gone long before mine ever actually arrives. Well, I could just keep doing them over and over. <laughs> Get like All 10% right. better each time. I challenge you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> By the time Johnny's actually comes out, Rogers will be actually as good, if not better, because of all the practice from we'll doing all be in the them grave. over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> Hey, man. Every time I look at those models, I just want to work on Orctonians. Yeah. I'm so excited about them. Are they going to put them in your casket? When you're, What's the situation? Uh, well, I plan on a cremation. Being a pagan and all, I don't want to end up in the fucking Does ground. Does the bear get them or me? Let's just sort this out right away. I'll let you guys have a freaking... Uh, one, two, three, four. I declare a dick war. <laughs> dick wrestle for him. <laughs> but the problem with dick wrestling is everyone's a winner. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to start training right now. <laughs> Dude's going to buy like a giant 12-inch black dong and start cock wrestling it all the time. <laughs> Warhammer, the way you get good is traveling to different cities, taking on new opponents. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, so anyways, I've been doing a lot of that kind of shit. I've been painting the chariots. 
Uh, I got the woods all done, wood all done on them, and I've been base coating the blues since then. I started highlighting those two, but they're fucking coming along. I was hoping that the fucking you magnificent bastards would really come up with some kind of interesting November paint contest. Yeah, but it's, it's all way. about some weird random model purchased from Michaels. So, yeah, yeah. I got too much to do for Adepticon. I don't think I'm going to get it done. <laughs> this might be your Thunder Tusk opportunity, buddy. I, mean, I don't know if I'm going to do a Thunder Tusk. On a side note, Adepticon, fucking first thousand entrants in. That means swag bags, no more guaranteed. Yeah. You know what else? Adepticon Hotel, fucking sold out. Are you serious? Suck it, boys. Yeah, we're crashing somewhere else. Wow, really? I didn't know that. Should we just not go or what? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> we'll just stay in our own hotel and get drunk. <laughs> we don't need no goddamn Warhammer. Well, that's a real fucking piece yeah. of shit. Well, I read that on a message board, so that's only about a 50% chance of being true. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. It would, it'd be worth calling the actual it might hotel be the regular first. rooms, too. We're going to get a magnificent yeah. bastard suite going. Fuck yeah. Just like the fucking lacrosse boys do over yeah. here. We'll get a suite. Well, we got to get on top of that. I'll, I'll put that on the list of shit to do, like, tomorrow. <laughs> nice. Still waiting on a fucking check from the bear for the last yeah. fucking hotel. Have Although, you a checkbook yet? here for Adepticon? No, I started looking at the events. I see there's a bunch of fucking, like, Thursday events now, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the big game. I might sign up with the Wood Elves. What day? Saturday f- or Friday. Friday? Friday is the big game. Oh, the 3,000-pointer? Yeah. We're thinking three. Three tree men, two units of tree can. That's a pretty, pretty solid front. A real iron curtain. All right, I'll remember that. For your Reichland ogres to throw themselves up against. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no need to concern yourself about the Reichland ogres arriving here fucking it up the John. That's a fucking pipe dream, bro. Nice. All right, anyways, anybody else want to talk about what they've been up to? What do you got? Nothing? No. No. All right, cool. Let's fucking move on then. Moving on. Wait, let me make sure. I actually have a list here. Well, I do want to point out that the first amber waves of snow have uh, crested over. We got the ridge. more than a dusting, bro. Yeah. I think we got like eight inches or something. Fucking sloppy, yeah. wet shit. So I got my box here filled with sauruses and lizards, cold ones, and shit like that. Nice. I was looking at them. They're pretty. Pretty Yeah. Although it sucks because the Saurus Temple Guard are so much more awesome than regular Saurus. Just use all Temple Guard, bro. Yeah, they're a little harder to mess around with. Are they metal? Probably, no, they're plastic. Yeah. But they have a shield. Their shield arm is connected to the shield. Uh, well, so I, swap them out with Saurus arms. Can't be too different. Yeah. Use your goddamn uh, noodle, right? arm is kind of like a weedy. Uh, doesn't match up body size-wise. Yeah, they're like all Raj-saurus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these long alien arms. <laughs> they're not stink-saurus with these fucking pipes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be why they're all wearing helmets to hide something. Hide their freaking baldness. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. The scales are peeling away on top. I've been owning the baldness, man. It's fucking great. Yeah, we want to talk about Halloweenus. Oh, yeah. Anybody that follows me on, or is friending me on Facebook will have seen the fucking... Mr. Leahy costume. <laughs> I got a Leahy. few people came up to me at North Star were like, dude, 
Brosco was one of them. Like, dude, that fucking costume was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've had many people claim they would have been my Randy or a Julian or something, but too little, too late, motherfuckers. <laughs> How many people recognized you while you were in the getup? One. <laughs> well, other than you, <laughs> Julie. <laughs> That's all right. So two. Because <laughs> it was still fucking awesome. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. That was spot on, and, dude. Uh, the Leahy Hunch. Yeah. <laughs> Drunken fucking staggers. Shooting neck. <laughs> jowls. <laughs> trying to suck up the liquor. Right Ran. The bottle. Come on, Bull Bandy. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. But, uh, yeah, it was a good time. I hear you were trying to talk Ginger into uh, dressing up as bubbles, huh? Yeah, I tried really hard. She didn't want to fucking do it, though. What a fucking lame she was for that. Man. She was a... Uh, she went as a Lucadore. Los Luchadores. Yeah. She to... stole one of my costumes from like two or three years ago. <laughs> she, she was too Commented lazy to how do something. cheap it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This only cost me like $10. No, it was like $2. Yeah. Not counting the $30 mask she was wearing. <laughs> the cape that cost me probably 10 bucks. <laughs> cheap for her, as yeah. We thought it was. We went to Cadoba. Oh, we yeah. thought it was good that she was wearing that outfit. Otherwise, <laughs> they would just think that me and you were just two regular guys. Yeah, because <laughs> it really felt weird to be driving around looking yeah. like Mr. Leahy, because no one knows that you just you're 30. Everybody thinks you're fucking 55. And <laughs> as I'm fucking leering at young chicks in my pants, <laughs> look at that fucking creepster. I went as a Guido. Yeah, Raj had a solid Guido costume on. <laughs> Could have been my fucking Bo Bandy. Even a sweet, sexy Julian, but that was too good for Julian, his ass. Julian was the fallback. Yeah. The Guido thing didn't turn out. <laughs> Julian would have been badass. <laughs> All right, anyways. Fuck this Halloween shit. Fuck it. We Check got it. Uh, listener feedback. Conzie sent us a fucking email again. Conzie. Well, well, well. Imagine that. Most people... Might have noticed that we've kind of cut the farts out of the cast. <laughs> There's still some background fartage going on and a fair amount of talk about stink. However, <laughs> farts in the microphone have ceased. Probably been many an episode. Who knows? But So here's Conzie's email. <laughs> Suck my balls. Your farts were disappointing in the last cast. Volume and growl is better for the listeners. <laughs> so there are fans of the farts out there, ye fart naysayers. <laughs> Let your they, fart flag fly. <laughs> so do you guys realize what kind of effort it is to listen to this cast without quality farts? <laughs> uh, he's pretty sad he missed Bugman's, his fucking loss. He claims he was out camping and there were girls and alcohol. Ooh, which ended up in Conzi puking behind the tent. I'd like to see that one. Because, nice. you know, his butt crack was sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, per our last conversation, it was going to be no Conzi dressed as Mrs. Claus at Mayhem. <laughs> the real Mrs. Claus very much frowns upon Conzi and drag. <laughs> so it's been discussed previously, no doubt. To answer his other question, yeah, Conzi, Bear delivered the dice. We're going to have to get that. We're going to make some point hammer dice. Maybe some wall pack of dice, too, so we have to fucking sort out what we want to do with that. So let me know where you got those, Conzie. Maybe I'll fucking actually respond to an email <laughs> once in a while. But, uh, thanks for fucking writing in, buddy. Better just rip one. Yeah, and That's I didn't for you, use buddy. the mic. Nah, maybe I'll fucking squeeze one out a little later. Mine wasn't worth the mic. <laughs> you could just carry the microphone with you for one day. 
Oh, spicy and all that. We could just <laughs> plug. We could just plug it. in that fourth mic, you know, and just set it up directly behind Johnny's ass. Fourth mic, fighting men. That's how we are. Little fucking romper stomper joke. <laughs> all right, that's it for fucking email, man. Fucking uh, talk about other podcasts and shit, dude. There was a great episode of Adam Kroll's podcast where he had Lou Ferrigno on. If you guys are in, I didn't think I was really into Lou Ferrigno. But he sounded like a pretty fucking straight up cool dude on the Adam Carolla cast. Yeah. So uh, if you don't listen to Carolla, you probably should. And maybe start with that Lou Ferrigno episode. Pretty solid. Sweet. You guys been listening to anything else? A little yeah, bit of the I fucking Jane Silent uh, Bob still? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, an audiobook kick. I listened to Death of Kings, the, I think it's the sixth Uhtred book uh, from uh, Bernard Cornwell, the Saxon stories. Yeah, Saxon series. It's pretty badass. Yeah. This one is more obvious, going to segue into some other <laughs> book that's even more awesomer than it. Yeah. But it's got your obligatory big battle. Oh, does old Kill Udi, the bastards! Does old Udi fucking plow any maidens fair? Uh, yeah. Or whores? He's got, like, a new chick, and then she's <laughs> still, like, plowing Ethel Flyhead. Oh, yeah. Which may have started in the third or fourth book. Yeah. Was that Alfred's daughter? Alfred's daughter, yeah. yeah. Okay. But he finally gets his due. Won't say how, but all right. Now I'm even more cool. intrigued. The book is aptly named. How are the? What's the audiobook quality on those ones? Those ones are really good. Oh yeah. Is it some dude doing many different voices and all that? Yeah. This okay. one is uh, like an actual British. Okay. British guy doing. One thing they're they're pretty much different every time. Like I think George Goodell does the first one. Yeah. He's like a real top notch guy. <laughs> audiobook guy. Yeah. Um. Like every. I think every other one that has a new guy. And they're, all, they're, all, they're all really good. So, yeah. But other than that, I started listening to Stephen Pressfield, The Profession, which is his new book. And he's done all his books have been set in ancient Greece, except yeah. for one he had about the desert rats in World War II trying to kill Rommel. <laughs> so this one is set like in the mid 2030s. Yeah. And it's about like a mercenary for hire, kind of when. It's probably heading this way, the privatization of militaries, and so there's, like, part of this big mercenary kind of force. Yeah. It's, like, subsidized by the U.S. government, and it's, it's really interesting. It's what of, year? The year the story set in. I thought you said the 1230s. 2030s. Oh, 2030s. Okay. <laughs> like, 1230s U.S.? What the fuck is school talking about? Yeah. So he's, like, in the Middle East, and, like, he's in Iran and stuff. And okay. Like, all the kind of grunt work that the U.S. is doing right now. Sure. So it's really interesting. Okay. It's like theories about the way it's going to go and just interesting that he's writing about machine guns and choppers (laughs) and tanks and shit. Okay. But the guy really has the, like, Greek warrior ethos still. It's all about, like, honor and stuff like that. So it's really cool. Stephen Pressfield is a really great uh, writer, too, if you're looking for audiobooks. Yeah. Stephen Pressfield. Okay. True. He did Gates of Fire. That's his most popular one, which is about Thermopylae and the Spartans and, like, the 5,000 other Greeks that were also there. <laughs> <laughs> Spartans were the important ones, right? <laughs> All right. That's cool. I am about to wrap up book three, The Song of Ice and Fire, and it is so fucking good. <laughs> if you guys weren't coming over tonight, I'd still be sitting there just fucking staring at the wall listening to that shit. <laughs> I think I see an earbud. I think you're listening to it right now. <laughs> Perhaps I am. <laughs> it's fucking so great. Can't get enough of it, man. Can't get enough of egret. Egret. Kissed by fire. Kissed by fire. <laughs> Not a sound. 
the beautiful red-eyed Melisandre. <laughs> Anybody that hasn't fucking got into the Game of Thrones should seriously fucking do it. Yeah. Obviously, the Song of Ice and Fire. Let's get motivated to paint, for sure. Yeah, dude. Because as much as I didn't want to be working on Minotaur, I sculpted the fur around yeah. two hooves tonight at 40 minutes of my life giving up, but it was well worth it because I got to listen to some fucking audio books. <laughs> you want to listen to it, and you're like, well, I guess... I should do something. Yeah, because I'm going to be bored otherwise. It just takes a couple minutes before you're like, oh, yeah, this is pretty all right. Sometimes I'll try to do nothing and listen to it, and then I'll find myself looking at porn, <laughs> and then I'll fucking start beating off. <laughs> <laughs> then I found that if I leave it playing, I had to fucking backtrack anyways. Yeah. So now if I start whacking off, I always fucking turn off the audiobooks. <laughs> Don't miss my do spot. you try and listen to them at work? No, I couldn't because I wouldn't do any work. Like, you can kind of do it, but you always end up backtracking because as soon as you actually have to think about something, like, it's just background. So you're just constantly backing up trying to figure out where you were. Yeah. Since they made me this, they put me in this team lead position, I get fucking bugged every 10 or 15 minutes, so it'd be a fucking lost cause. Too many assholes showing up at my desk asking questions and shit. Bear? Bar. Listen to anything? No. Um, I finished up like the. I think I talked so I talked about it once before, but I edited it out of the podcast because I sound like a retard. When I <laughs> about it. But uh, the um, Joe Abercrombie's first Law trilogy. And then okay. he had wrote another book after that, uh, Best Served Cold, as a standalone novel. And um, I'll probably do a more thoughtful review of them. The next podcast, because I don't want to... Okay. You want to do them justice, right? Yes. <laughs> I want to actually write justice. some notes down and not sound like an idiot when I talk about them, but... I figure we're going to... Bear, there's a reason we love you. <laughs> you're going to be editing this one. This is your opportunity to edit. Splice it together perfectly. I usually edit them down to make them sound like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Unless I get really irritated during editing, then I'll leave in a little bumbling, stumbling. <laughs> Still not too much. <laughs> well, bumbling and stumbling. Yeah, but... Anyway, it's a, you know, if you want to do a little research on your own, look up Joel Abercrombie and his novels, but otherwise, yeah. like I say, look for uh next episode or That's two, cool. I will. I give props to writers that'll do a standalone novel, like Neil Gaiman, all oh, his shit yeah. standalone. He like can American easily gods. turn all those books well, into kind of continuing sagas and yeah. stuff like that. Right. It's like, fucking move There's on. There's actually a book that, go, that kind of picks up where American gods left off, though. Ooh. <laughs> But. You gotta edit that out, Bear. <laughs> <laughs> what Roger's one shitty example didn't quite pan out there. <laughs> no, he's got a ton of them. Yeah, most of them are standalone. Like fairies and underworld and stuff. They're all kind of fantasy. Yeah, Stardust. Like Nancy Boys never, and stuff like that. Neverwhere. Which is turned into a BBC t- television program, which <laughs> I watched on Netflix, I believe. <laughs> nice. Uh, All right. Anyway, should we talk about North Star? All right. So yeah, fuck. This episode is going to be dedicated to. North Star dedicated to the proposition that all gamers was created equal. <laughs> we know that ain't true. <laughs> Let's take a little fucking break, and then I gotta go grab some shit, maybe another brew, and we'll get back to it. Alright. Brosif. Damn, I really hope that that ain't true But if it is, here's what I'm gonna do for you 
I'ma smash it too, so let's just say I'm gonna sing it. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in there. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in there. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in there. The way I work that kitty, gonna make your heart sing. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in there. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in there. Let me sing it, girl. Smash it in there. The way I work that kitty, gonna make your heart sing. All right, let's get back to this. All right, fucking North Star Border. So the HPBs fucking went to North Star. Yet again. Mounds View, Minnesota. The Mermaid. The sexy Mermaid Ballroom. Did we get our list in on time? No. I fucking tried. Let's not... This is a sore subject. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, asshole. If you listen to the last... Cast. I don't know if we, we talked about it. Probably reference. Yeah, October 31st. We'll get them in for sure this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, Turns that's out. the final deadline. Yeah. The points not. deadline was <laughs> September 30th, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Fucking A. So we're rolling over Friday night. Yeah. Yep. Stopped and got some fucking Indian food on the way at the old Taste yeah. of India. Well, don't forget that. Uh, we're feeling real. Those shakes we got, Out Johnny, that curry. cost like $17 each or something. Yeah, we stopped at the fucking Hardee's. Bear's like, ah. I wasn't even hungry. Bear's like, I think I'll get a shake. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty fucking good. If I'm going to shake, might as well get a cheeseburger. <laughs> shake and a cheeseburger are like seven bucks. <laughs> this is fucking bull. I just got ass raped in this joint. <laughs> I'm not even to the hotel yet. Yeah, so I was smarting from that. Yeah, that was the first ass raping that was to come this weekend. <laughs> I want to talk about how much I fucking spent on beer at that goddamn mermaid ballroom Old bar. <laughs> get yeah. drunk, start buying rounds. I think I've spent 140 bucks just on beer over two nights. It's fucking crazy. And I bought a whole cooler full, but I was way too lazy to walk all the way to the room and get it. But So Friday, we showed up during the arena of death. We didn't get the there on time. arena of destruction. To get involved. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. It was fucking badass. Big uh, four by six. And then the corners are kind of, you know, I had the little seats and whatever. Like a stadium. Yeah, kind of a coliseum or whatever. Yeah. Sure, we'll, you can find pics of that on the North Star site or on their Facebook or something. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We did not get involved, but sadly, some of the action. I would have liked to. It looked like a goddamn good time. So they kind of use similar stats, I think. And then you yeah, everybody got magic items yep. from your race or something like that. That's exactly it. I don't remember the name of the dude that won. Do you? Um, he was one of the Dakota boys, I think. Yeah, Winger had an award as well. I'm not really sure of the difference between the two. What you needed to get to do the other. That was the first year that they actually had the arena of death. How many people are participating, do you think? <laughs> In the arena of death? Yeah. I don't know, 10 to 15, 10 maybe? 15, maybe 20? Yeah. A lot of people standing around. I don't know yeah, who all was playing and who all wasn't, but. A couple pickup games going. Some beers. It was a fucking good time just hanging out, though, chatting yeah, it up. It was fun. Yeah. Exceeding my beer cap. The beer cap was two for the Friday night. <sighs> And I ended up drinking six beers. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which turned out was a perfect amount because I had no hangover whatsoever. So it was pretty solid. The first round was purchased Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was to get everybody to stay to yeah. for one more Whoa. beer. Will you stay if I buy one more? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's how you know a drunk. Duh. <laughs> and that round cost me fucking $40. <laughs> how many people? Was it five people or four people? Five or six. Yeah, yeah I think it was five. Five dudes, 40 bucks. Yeah. Goddamn. Give it out to the bear because he was drinking with us and then he went back and started paying his shit after. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. He was there till we went back, though. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I was drunk. How long did it take you to 
do up the bases and the trays? Uh, maybe half hour or something. It's just quick. I mean, I just had to repaint the edges, slap some fake snow on them, and uh-huh. it was only a few models. What do you know? do for your fake snow? Just use some shit I got at Michael's. Just Elmer's it on there? <laughs> no, it's like it's like a paste form. Oh, it's the same good. shit the legend used, because I started using it to match his army for team tournaments. <laughs> okay, cool. That's really the whole reason why I might have a winter-themed army, because originally wasn't, but... <laughs> it turned into a winter-themed army. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, yeah, Barry got his army done, despite being pretty well drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Gave us the snow an extra, extra sloppy, realistic look. <laughs> no, you Warhammer players like it sloppy. Not too much really happened on Friday, though. We watched the arena death for a bit. Room remained quite Smoked coherent. a couple cigs, yeah. Only drank six beers. Some of those were pints, but we'll yeah, just we count them as one. Late. Nine-ish, half between nine and ten. What's what's that? When we got there? Oh, I would say so yeah, that up, sounds right. Pick up game time. Yeah, well, it was probably it's probably for the better. People showed up. There was a big question whether or not they were going to get the room for Friday. Yeah, I think everybody said do it, even if they weren't sure they're going to make it. So yeah, no, nah, it was it was a yeah. damn good choice. So at least half the people probably show up to Friday. So yeah, this gave us all a spot to fucking. Group up and conglomerate, compare penises, that kind of thing. Yeah. I also want to point out this first tournament that the box boxcar boys, snake eyes boxcars from Wausau, besides Paca. Yeah. They drove, drove first traveling there. tourney. Travis you know, did well, but we'll get to that. They played a did a huge mistake, bringing all their wives and girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. So no one saw them all weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless there were games going on. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was pretty lame. You hear that, boys? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so fuck it. Let's get on to Saturday here. Saturday. Woke up. Woke up. Bright Shockingly. Bushy tail. Without a hangover. Extra fresh. Yeah, yo. Zestfully clean. <laughs> Hauled ass down to the hall and fucking had to play some Warhammer. Lo and behold. <laughs> Who's first in the lineup? Who's taking the first hit? All right, I'll go first here. So, okay. fucking round one. We'll give a little bit of fucking feedback on what the scenarios were. Okay. So, special rules for the first scenario. This one was called Veteran Warriors. Okay. You selected three core units of your army. If you had less than three, you just used them all. And then you randomly decided which one would be the veterans. You rolled a D3 once you randomly had chosen your veterans. And then... Based on the roll of the D3, they either got plus one weapon skill, plus one strength, or plus one toughness. Okay. And then you'd receive an extra 300 victory points if you destroyed your enemy's veteran unit or cause it to have fled off the table by the end. So. Okay. So who were you, up, who were you lined up against? I played against the sexy Kevin Bruins. Oh, boy. Here we go. Mr. Motherfucking High Elf. What kind of list was he running? A fucking cheeky bastard list, I tell you what. Uh-huh. He was running... Well, yeah, a key component of his army was the freaking Book of Hoeth. So he had a mage, level 2, an arc mage, level 4. His uh, level 2 was on high magic, because level 4 was on shadow magic. Then he had a noble, um, yeah, great eagle, two bolt doors. High off list. He had five dragon princes. He's bringing the calf. Interesting. And then other than that, though, really small units. Only 15 white lions and only 14 sword, sword masters. 20 archers, 
22 C guards. He had a lot of shooting, though, with the two bolt throwers and then okay. uh, the other dudes. So, so were you pretty confident going into this one? Well, I mean, you beat him down once. Here's the Is good thing. Right? Okay. Kevin and I play from time to time, <laughs> and he's yet to beat me. So, But I don't know. I always go into every game like, bah. I, was, I hate my fucking odds, man. Okay. So went into it feeling fucking, I don't know, maybe it'll be all right. I already got him on the back foot because he's like, oh, God damn it. So what was his strategy then with the magic? How was he trying to take you down? His thing? strategy was curse of arrow attraction and then shoot everything he had at it. But which unit, I guess? Was he, uh, he focused on? a lot of his fire on the Bestigor, okay. which was a solid choice. And then Pit of Shades. Game one, the Centigore, which was my mystery unit. Centigore, mm-hmm. I took over Minotaur in this tournament. I had ten of them with a full command. And they rolled Stubborn on their little fucking chart. Okay. So, turn two, Kevin Bruins drops a fucking pit of shades on him. Kills all of them but three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, or maybe it was four, but there were very few left. They actually passed their panic check somehow. But mm-hmm. um, So... Okay. Senegor still were able to fucking charge in, take out a bolt door, regroup, and get shot dead. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So so how did it go? I guess, was there a pivotal moment? Uh, the Book of Hoth is a nasty son of a bitch, dude. Because he, he had that Laura shadow, so what he would do is every turn, once we hit combat, it was always like Enfeebling Foe or the Withering. And two or three turns in a row, fucking irresistible them both, dude, okay. with the Book of Hoth. Fuck. Rate so my asshole that. Closer, yeah. Yeah. So the combat's pretty close then? Or? Uh, yeah, he was, fortunately... Uh, actually, not fortunately for me. I set up the gore kind of off to the side, so they ended up really not doing too much but taking out the 20-man wizard unit. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> I, the fucking Ungor, I brought him up for this because what are you going to do? I need some more fighty units. Yeah. Um, my little combo of using the Miasma to reduce initiative and then dropping a pit of shades killed a third of the White Lion, so that was pretty solid. Drop mm-hmm. that niche, and then they get a little scared of that shit. That was pretty cool. Um, okay. So what unit was the MVP? Which unit won it for you? Uh, Lord, or fuck can you say man. one? In that game, I guess I had to go with... The, I almost had to say the fucking Ungor. Because <laughs> right. the Ungor were the ones... They fucking got dug in. My general being stubborn fucking saved my bacon quite a bit because he was able to hold up the sea guard, which were his veteran unit, until the Ungor charged in. None of my units really did too much. My dummy ass set up the gore off to the side, and I think they got reduced movement by the miasma, so they kind of ended up out of it for a bit. But mm-hmm. once I killed this veteran unit, and once I took out those archers <laughs> with the gore, <laughs> I was fucking pretty much a done deal because the Ungor went in and the Bestigor both went in on the remnants of the White Lions. Uh, and, I, you know, I had fucking spells going on. Unfortunately, I still had the Magical Edge. Of course, my shit wasn't going irresistible, but I was still pulling more dice with the Shard of the Herdstone. So. It was fairly even. Yeah. My Lord and the Ungor busted through those fucking White Lions pretty easy. Um, I don't really remember. I shouldn't have started drinking. <laughs> I end up winning this game. Okay. 13-7. Squeaked out a win over Book of Hoth Bruins. <laughs> nice. It was, uh, but it was a good time. Kevin's always a great opponent. So. so, lessons learned from this game? Lessons learned. 
If you're going to fucking face Laura's shadow with your Senegor, roll the plus two inish. <laughs> Which really is out of my hands. <laughs> um, Should have set the gore up right in the center. And then that way I could go either way. I can't get fucking bogged down by some bullshit like I did. Set him off kind of to my right side. And then they ended up out of the game. Only being able to kill some measly archers when they should have been fucking ripping ass on Swordmasters. Ripping ass. Taking everything they can dish out. And yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Who's up? Bar. Bar here. here. (laughs) You guys want me to do a quick rundown on my list just because no one knows what the hell I was running? Okay. Yeah, why don't we do that? Because I don't... You guys, everyone's familiar with what you guys have been playing, but I just kind of pulled some shit out of my ass, so... All right. Bear had to go with the models that he had. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out I do have a lot of ogre models, so... But (laughs) I just kind of, I don't know, just put together, was it... Had... For my characters, I had a tyrant... A BSB and a Butcher. I used the Tyrant, the uh, Juki Tyrant, set up with the paired weapons to give him up to skill 10 and glittering scales and all that jazz. Butcher is uh, Lord of them all because he had to be. Yeah, first Butcher always has to be. But he's level 2, yeah. I'm curious to see how that works. Um, And then just a BSB. I used the Greedy Fist, the only actual item out of the Ogre book that I picked. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so then for my units, I had 10 bulls, which I generally ran four wide, three deep with two characters. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a unit of seven iron guts with a character. Um, That was my core. Then I ran six lead belchers and three mourn fang for my special, and then a giant and a scrap launcher for rare. So, uh, first round I played Jason Swanson, his beast man. man. How'd you feel going into this one? <laughs> um, the last few times I've faced Beastmen tournaments, <laughs> it's always, I don't know, they always, things look like they're going to be less bad than they actually are when I hit them, you know? <laughs> when was the last time you played the Bastard? I don't think I've I played have, the Bear in a long time. No, it's not been him, though. It's not, yeah. it's not been the Bastard I played. I played, um, you know, just a few different crazy. armies. If you show up to practice, you might get a little better against the Beastmen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, do you have so. a strategy going into it or what? Not really. This is my first game of War of, of, of with an actual Warhammer army <laughs> Since uh, blood in the sun, so right. push the models forward. <clears throat> Did your opponent have any obvious strategies he was trying to use against you there? Uh, I don't know. Not I know really. he had a level four Laura Shadow, so yeah. I mean, just magic me and he had a similar build to mine, but without the shard of the Hearthstone, and he had like a Razor Gore Chariot and shit. Yeah, um, I don't remember a whole lot about this game other than I got my were there any face smashed. Were there any good. pivotal moments? <laughs> um, charging the Ungor block because just was a bad move because I always they look like that's what I hate I hate about these, these he had 40 is, of them though yeah so. he had a horde with the uh, BSB that gives a plus one strength so yeah Did and then play this guy last year no I played a different guy with almost the exact same setup <laughs> and you fell for it again and the Laura Shadow you know the Laura Shadow so like you know my I'm losing you know stats and then he's got you know these Ungors that are fighting in three ranks and they're strength four all of a sudden and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you mentioned uh, that you had taken the ogre magic item. What was it? The greedy fist. Did did that come into play? Were you able to make use of it? Um, well, I just I mainly took it for the plus one strength. Okay. 
What's uh, his other? What else? That's the one that reduces levels. Yeah, it reduces a wizard. You hit a wizard. Yeah, yeah. just or a you hit. Have to wound, I think you actually have to. It used to be a hit. Oh, yeah, used to, that's used to be so, decent if you just hit a fire. Fire's breaking out the book. Yeah. Breaking out the room. All I know is I mainly took it to you know boost his strength a little bit so he okay. could actually kill some shit. So, yeah. And that and you know that six helped six throughout the tournament. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, I don't think any of the other. Oh yeah, I gave a six plus ward save as well. So, I don't think the sure. level draining ability ever came into play though. So. Okay. Did which unit would you say was your MVP? Ah, uh, the Morn Fang. Really? Three. Yeah. Of, just three of them, right? Just three of them. Okay. I mean, what did they do this game? Oh, jeez, I can't even remember. <laughs> they will I try to, joke. I try to wipe these, you know, these horrible losses out of my head. You know? Well, they didn't get shot because they didn't have any shooting. No. Did he put a shades them and kill any? No, it wasn't that. I mean, they got into combat and they slaughtered a bunch of shit. But I mean, they're only three wounds each. So I mean, yeah, it doesn't take a lot to break them, bring them down. You know, I put so. a fair amount of thought into those since I've been putting so much effort into building them, and I think you just have to try and get stubborn or not stubborn, regen off on them. Yeah. Make them survivable. Mm -hmm. Regen or plus one toughness or some combination thereof. You Were know. you able to kill his 30-man Bestigor block? I don't even remember. No. <laughs> he doesn't even remember any Bestigors being in the field. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was, uh, it was early in the morning. It was a blur. It was a little hungover. It was a haze. Barry doesn't usually drink that much. <laughs> <laughs> he had little pieces of snow stuck to his fingernails. <laughs> so you lost. But I lost. That was a 20-zip Lost. Okay. Zipper. Did you learn anything, Bear, <laughs> from this event in your life? <laughs> uh, never charge a big block of Ungor. There's always. Uh, <laughs> he had him in horde formation. Yeah. I played him later, and he put him in deep, deep, Stay five ass. wide, deep, deep yeah. formation. So interesting. <laughs> but what? So what was the point of not charging him? Because they still were able to kick the shit out of Ogres. <laughs> Well, yeah, ranks of attacks. Gotta, yeah, I don't know. I just gotta not charge hordes face <laughs> front front on. So, so you gotta get more tricksy, is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. All right. Need to use the old brain right, a little we'll more. See if you were able to do that in, in games two coming. Five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raj, who'd you play against? All right, so I was up against Mr. Jake Murphy. Long time tournament opponents. Yeah, play I play in every tournament. I played him at Court Comp too. He's playing Bretonians then, right? <laughs> yeah. So he's kind of runs sort of a close to a typical Bretonian army, but his lances are a little deeper than the rest. Double trebs. Double trebs. Got the peg knights. Got some. Laura Havens. Laura Life. What's he going? Yeah, he's running Laura Heavens. Okay. Um, which he put to good effect last time against me. Sure. So our table had a big um, kind of stone house or some some big thing in the middle. Or it was a giant tree because we're on the wood elf table. Yeah. And we kind of almost deployed our entire armies in one three-foot side of it, you know? Yeah. And then on the other side, he had the double trebs, and I had more units than him, so I was able to put down my two eagles. And I thought, all right, it's looking pretty good. Maybe we get these get these traps out of the way. Yeah. Well, so did you feel confident going into this shit uh, then? This one I thought probably wasn't going to go too well for me. Yeah. I don't know, it was kind of seeing how the tree men and how little they're able to kill uh, <laughs> against the Bretonians and the tree kin. They got one less pip of strength. They got more attacks, but they're not stubborn. Yeah. And 
as we found out when he was able to get him in, I couldn't couldn't kill very many. <laughs> you know, he's saving on fours and then fives. Yeah. And then, I mean, he's strength five on the charge just for, like, his realm and the errants and stuff blocks. Yeah. So they can do a couple wounds. They only take a couple. And then he's got, like, three or four ranks and, like, a banner. Right. So he's got... Just massive fucking yeah. <laughs> odds on here. So, my kind of strategy was to try to get him to go through the woods. There's a big woods on the one side. Yeah. And it kind of wore down a real big, big unit of him going through the woods. What, are you taking dangerous terrain or what? Yeah. Just cavalry going if they're, you're charging through. So, mm-hmm. my, I moved up the tree can. I was going to try and flush the stone, but it didn't work. And he charged through, and I'm like, well, if I get lucky and beat him, he won't be steadfast at least. Because that was a huge problem right. with the tree man, is they would never be able to break him. <laughs> but, um, so he got his lord in, and he's got the killing blow, the reroll wounds lance. And I have to say, probably over four or five rounds of combat throughout the course of the, the game, he only rolled a single killing blow. <laughs> and that was like right at the end. Right. So he rolled in, did some damage with his guys. I had to take a break check on a four with the reroll. Failed it twice. Use your North Star dice. Well, I was going to hold out. I wasn't going to buy it because I thought $20 was a little ridiculous for two two dice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ended up breaking down, going Dude, to buy it. you also got in the raffle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to use it. It didn't work. So he busted through the tree can, killed him. and then But I had the Wild Riders behind him. And he got held up and then got flanked with Glade Guard. And I thought I was still sitting pretty good, but his general's unit kind of ground down the Glade Guard and the Wild Riders. <laughs> and uh, on the other side, the Dryads end up going in the middle, killing the his Peg Knights on the first turn. I got a first turn charge on him, which yeah. caused a panic to his BSB's unit, ran him off. So it ended up coming down to that BSB unit rallied, came back in, and that was stuck up against a Tree Man, and then his general by himself was going against tree can at the end of the game sure all right we're so in in terms of pivotal moments would you say it was your tree can fucking break in and then him coming in and grinding out your um, well on the other side probably the second tree can unit got hit with a big knight of the realm bus and they also had to take a check on four <laughs> yeah and i actually made that one okay so that one kind of made it into a win for me because otherwise you would have Probably ran him down. He would have been in the juicy Glade Guard Center <laughs> core. But as it was, they held, flanked him with some dryads, and went ape shit. Ran him down. So, did you see any mistakes that he made that kind of helped you pull this one out? Um, I don't know. He put put the peg knights up to give me a charge with the with the dryads on the first turn. Yeah. Probably. So, did you take it? Yeah, I went in. I'm like, sure. well, getting the charge, roll out of fours will be all right. And, <laughs> It's huge. If I go through, then I'm in. I'm right. It was archers. It's take a couple panic checks, and it actually worked out. Sure. Failed the two leadership nines. Nice. Probably mistakes I made was putting the two eagles over by the trebuchets. Because I was remembering last game, and it's kind of still in the tree man mentality. Like, it's the tree can, it's not that bad if he gets a direct hit. Yeah. And as it was, he didn't get any. And with the big. Uh, you know, object in the middle. He was. I was able to put the tree man behind there. So I'm like, well, yeah, that's the one thing that you could bullseye and get a lot of points. Right. But the eagles, like, I kind of needed them back with the rest of the army for redirecting these lances coming in. Yeah. Like turn two, I'm like, well, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Chaff wise, dude. Harpies were huge yeah. in that way. And then putting, moving the eagles in. Well, uh, turn two, I charge them in. One. 
takes two wounds and breaks from combat from <laughs> against the, the trab. trab. Yeah. <laughs> the second one is in combat with him for two or three turns and then breaks, just gets killed. <laughs> wow. So All right. The, the dryads that killed the peg knights actually came around and got that. So uh, in terms of lessons learned then, you learn to use the eagles as redirectors. Well, just keep them, kind of assess the situation. It's, that's, if he gets the shots on the tree can, it's not a big deal. Right. You have regrowth, you can bring them back. Okay. So just hold hold the eagles back, and that's kind of what I did for uh, the other games. Just kind of keep them in the center, keep them protected. So, so you end up winning. Yeah, it was either... Uh, 13-7 or 14-6? 14, it was 14-6. Okay, she did a little better than I did there. Yeah. All right, cool deal. Yeah. Fucking moving on then. Should we take a... Want to take a break? Take a break. Yeah, I got to take a squirt and get a brew. This right here. This right here for all the ladies out there with a sweet tooth, baby. Talking to you, girl. Turquoise G. A tummy scratch beat. been diagnosed you got that chocolate fever feeding for a hershey dose i got that remedy remedy and ounce of me ounce of me so open up why for these cavities yeah. i got that special flavor Baby. the type you need to savor Baby. so you could taste me now and you, you could taste, taste me later i got that lightsaber darker than darth vader more power than the mayor call it the dragon slayer all right we are fucking back and game fucking deuce is on. All right, John, you're up. I played against a cat named Patrick Brindelson. Okay. He was playing orcs and gobos. He had kind of a weird list. Uh, several war machines, a couple doom divers, rock lava. Two huge blocks of orcs. One was biggins, biggins savage orcs, and the other was black orcs. And then he had uh, like a block of 30 or 40 gobos. Okay. And that was pretty much it. Uh, other than... Two pump wagons and one of the mangler squigs. Dude kind of got hosed on turn one because his big boys, fucking the pump wagons and the mangler squigs, all rolled huge, man. They fucking yeah. they rolled like fifteen or sixteen each and came shooting at me, gave me some decent options. I felt what pretty good the, going into it. Scenario for this one. Oh shit. Number two scenario. Good call, buddy. Scenario number two. Blood and glory. So this is a fortitude mission. If you broke their fortitude, wasn't the end of the game. You just got three hundred extra victory points. Mm-hmm. So that's what that was about. Typical deployment, except you couldn't be within nine inches of the edge of the table. Okay. So, like what's, I said, what's that? So that was your strategy, just kind of match up your blocks against his? My strategy was hold back, kind of lure him in, and try to flank one of them big blocks. Okay. He got hosed in another way, because on round one, his big block of Savage Boys went animosity on his ass. <laughs> so they got held up. Uh, so I charged a chariot into a pump wagon. And then I landed a unit of harpies on the mangler squig. It's pretty sweet because you figure yeah. I'm sacrificing these harpies. Five harpies, who gives a shit? Motherfucker rolls triple ones on the number of wounds, <laughs> kills three harpies. <laughs> I still had two harpies alive and well. <laughs> Which are about 98% as effective yeah. as five harpies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so 
Um, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I just held back, kept trying to magic him, trying to get at my war machines with his with, with my, his war machines with my harpies. Yes. Uh, I ended up charging one of his pump wagons with the harpies, uh, tied him up, and eventually ended up bringing it down. Um, Senegor, being the unique, interesting unit that I fucking had, he put nothing out on his left flank, my right. So I just brought the Senegor all the way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his big blocks just moved up the center. Savage Orcs uh, hit... They had some fucking bullshit I put out in front of them to hit probably the remainder of those harpies. No, it was actually the chariot. Hit the chariot, uh, fucking overran, ended up getting in a pincer move between best of gore in the front, huge block of gore in the flank. <laughs> so the, the gore did have to stand for one turn of it, but he didn't see the crown of command coming. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, of course, the gore held. Stubborn on a 10. Gore okay. flanked him. So you're holding back like, oh, he's got a lot of war machines and stuff. What's he trying to do? Well, um, well, he wasn't doing what he should have. He was, I mean, he was dropping the the template on the big units, which was fine, but he really wasn't killing too much with them. Mm-hmm. Um, his savage orcs, when they did hit the best score, made a mess of them. There weren't many, like literally <laughs> six left plus the general. If he would concentrate on the Senegor uh, with the two doom divers, I'm sure he could have panicked them off. They rolled stubborn again on the little chart. Anyway, so the savage orcs ended up in a pincer formation like that. And then the black orcs came in. They ended up charging the gore in the front. The gore can hold their own well enough, though. Sure. So we, I think we fought to a draw. And then on my turn, the Senegor came in and flanked his ass. And the Senegor were still <laughs> almost full. Bestigor and that were kind of blocked up behind some terrain. And what did you think about the Senegor's hittiness? They're awesome, they dude. Almost full. They're freaking sweet because they come in with two attacks each, three for the champ, strength five on the charge, plus Primal Fury. They're solid as fuck, dude, plus all the supporting attacks. Uh, so I was a huge fan of them. That game, they were great. <laughs> so, better than Minos? Oh, 100% better, dude. Minotaur never would have got around like that. Probably would have panicked off when he killed one with a fucking Doom Diver. <laughs> so, yeah, it was great. Uh, in the end, I ended up fucking cleaning his clock pretty good. Pulled a 20 nil out of it. Moral of that story was, every time I play Orcs and Goblins, I do pretty well. <laughs> it's a really good matchup for me. One of his... Uh, War Machine, I think it was one of the Doom Divers, ended up blowing itself up. And the Harpies were able to get in there and... Do some fighting later on. That was pretty sad. Once the two big blocks were gone, his goblins panicked, never rallied. <laughs> nice. Uh, he did have the general with the plus D6 attacks at plus D6 strength. Oh, yeah. Kept fucking rolling sixes. So he, oh. That's how the best of gore just Just think about that Lord of the Wild spell flashing through your mind. <sighs> yeah. Laying the Beastman guy I played did that <laughs> later on, and it gets pretty nasty. Um, oh, okay. But that was a... Pretty awesome item as far as I'm concerned, but I guess when you're rolling sixes, it's going to be, he had 10 strength, 10 attacks, <laughs> two or three rounds in a row. So, yeah. They, that pretty much wraps it up then? Yeah. yeah. Any was lessons a, learned or uh, uh, I think I played that one as well as I could, having 20 know them and all. Just bottling, bottling him up with the terrain, being able to take him apart piecemeal was the key there. So And then getting the Senegar, Senegar in behind him was fucking solid, dude. Cool. Badass. Bar. Bar. Okay, well, I played Kevin Boehm, one of the uh, North Dakota, the Bismarck crew, the guys in the chartreuse shirt. Chartreuse? What's that, turquoise? Which, which color is that? Oh, that's the uh, greenish. It's that bad green. It's that bright green. Okay. What we would call fluorescent green, you call chartreuse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Using art major, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he was rocking Tomb Kings? Rocking Tomb Kings, yeah. Um, he had the um, Casket of Souls. Ooh. He had a three man unit of snake surfers, Some skull catapult. Fucking snakes. 
Tomb Guard. BBR. <laughs> two units of Skellies, one Bowman, and then I think he had like two Princes and two Lich Priests or something like that. This is so. your first real taste of Tomb Kings, right? Well, I played Fnuff at Blood in the Sun, but it was a pretty different. And he had his Tomb Sphinx, too. I mean, like the, uh, big, the big Sphinx thing. The big Gribbly. It's a tough yeah. nut for the Ogres to crack. Yeah. So. Things on sixes. So going into this one, what was your Were you plan? feeling a strategy um, based on your lack of knowledge? <laughs> <of King Kings>? <laughs> <laughs> well, I faced off my um, my Mornfang across from those Snake Surfer dudes. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that I didn't know for sure how those things were, but I figured they'd have to be a pretty close matchup. But Did he have three of them? Or? Yeah. Okay. Turns out I think the Mornfang probably better off just going against infantry. Yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the only major combat really the only ma- combat I think I really lost the entire game. Really? Yeah. Um, waste everything. Everything have. else just went straight up the center and punched his face and basically <laughs> <laughs> casket strategy with tomb king skeletons. Yeah. Just get in there and start crunching. Yeah. I mean, I kind of held back at first cuz I figured those Bowls really weren't going to do a whole lot, and they did, but it did get to get kind of irritating after a couple of turns. So I finally just got in there and stop shooting. Yeah, I took out all of his characters. I pretty much, yeah, the um, Cask of the Souls has the potential to be pretty irritating to an older army. I did shut yeah. it down most of the time, but with the one turn it did get through, it was pretty ugly. I think beat the shit out of my Minotaur when I played against Stens, I'll tell you that. Yeah. What and I did take down the... the yeah, how did you do it? I uh, just rolled... I just kept rolling sixes. <laughs> well, no, it crumbled, you know. I, I just yeah. crumbled it, basically. You throw the guts in there or the ogres? Yeah, uh, the giant at first. I think I fed <laughs> the giant and then I had, to, then I had to mop it up with, with the bulls of the iron because I can't remember. All you got to do is yell and ball three turns. Yeah, basically. Always a construct, though. What's so this initiative? Yeah. One or something. That's a pretty good target for a thump with club, me boy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it went pretty well for me. I... What, what was the final result? Uh, I was like a 16. Oh, I'm about to fall oh, off my chair. <laughs> so. yeah. Beautiful bear. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Sweet, dude. Sweet. Okay, Raj. Raj? Right. Game fucking deuce? Yeah, so round two, I was playing Rocky. He's from Club Auto Break, sort of the local crew there. And he was running kind of a mixed arm, Stark Elf list, a little bit of everything. So, yeah, so this table What had, was he fielding? He's playing Dark Elves. Okay. This was a table with the large... It was, I think it was a mystical monument that gave everybody within six inches frenzy. Didn't really play a, much for the frenzy, but the fact that it was, I don't know, almost a foot wide in the middle of the table yeah, <laughs> kind of helped me stay away from his infantry units, which he had a big spear block with a level two and a level four slinging shadow. Sure. Some frenzy corsairs and like a 20-ish unit of blackguard. Okay. On the other side, he had the hydra, the knights, some harpies, and some crossbows. So I was able to run in there. Uh, actually got in close range on the hydra. He just moved up. He had first turn, and I shot it out in a single round. So nice. Yeah. Got the tree can into the cold one knights, and they ended up being frenzied, and they had the plus one attack from the cauldron. <laughs> they had four attacks each. <laughs> And they're pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had the flaming banner on him too. Ooh. So he ended up grinding down the treekin. Yeah. Over a couple of turns, the the treekin got away, and the tree man finished him off. But that went about three or four turns longer than I would have liked. And I had to use all my dice to stop mine razors and witherings. <laughs> so I kind of soaked up my dice. But on the other side, the wild riders kind of tackled with the corsairs, and then I actually was able to turn my shooting around and I just shot the blackguard because with shadow I didn't want to become engaged and then all of a sudden he's strength eight <laughs> and he's beating the shit out of the tree can. Right. <laughs> I got a 
good dwellers off to bring the spearmen down to size. And then the last turn, I actually sent the tree man in to take out the spear block with the level four sure. and the level two. And I was actually proud of myself because I was going to put all the attacks onto the level four dark elf sorceress. And then some kind of brain function kicked in. And I'm like, well, she's probably got the reverse ward save. <laughs> so I put all my attacks on the spearman and just try to go out to wipe out the unit, and which I did. And then she took a check on like a minus four or five or whatever, botched it. I had my North Star re-roll to, to run down the unit with pursuit. And that was actually the last turn. So I got a ton of points. So... Anything, uh, any lessons learned? Anything you do different? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm definitely not ever going to have a frenzied unit in my army because frenzy is such a huge liability if they have little skirmish units. So, like, I flanked the Corsairs. Yeah. Held them for a round, and then when he pursued, he basically, all right, you're out of the, you're out of the game. <laughs> he said he was off on one side. He had to spend a turn reforming. And one thing I did was he was facing into the corner with nobody there. My <laughs> turn, I moved up the Wild Riders and went flush back against his, his unit one inch away. So he couldn't reform So he couldn't well? do a swift reform, yeah. So he just had to do a reform. Well, he could, but then he couldn't move anyways, right? Yeah, it didn't matter. So. He couldn't move because I was sitting right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next turn, I moved 17 inches away. <laughs> They're off by themselves. Leadership eight failed the frenzy check. Had to declare charge. D six inches forward. Yep. Yeah. So nice. That's awesome. Definitely not going to be using any. Seems like plus one attack. Immune to sight. Unless right? you can get the leadership up there with the reroll, because I've had good luck against like the corn shit with just using harpies yeah. to fucking but own that, that dude. You have to pursue. You yeah. have to overrun. Yeah, it's a good way to get a people. Tough, yeah. tough one. So, ended up with the points in the last turn, getting his wizards and everything, shooting out the black guard. Got almost everything but those corsairs. Got a twenty zero. Nice. Yeah. That's fuck. All, all the HPPs won. Oh my What the fuck? God. Nice. <laughs> all right. Look outside. The constellations are in alignment. <laughs> I see Ursus Majoris. <laughs> sure. Right. I got a bail. <laughs> 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 Let's take a minute and then we'll get to fucking game three. All right. Baby, won't you show your mouth? Show your mouth. Baby, won't you hurt your mouth? You just keep quiet and let me speak my plea. Uh, uh, Baby, won't you show your mouth? Show your mouth. Baby, won't you hurt your mouth? Hurt your mouth. Baby, won't you just be quiet yeah. and let me <laughs> speak my plea? Flancy, uh, let's do this. Uh, uh, Go shut your mouth, shut honey. Baby, baby, hurt your mouth, hurt your. I feel your pain, girl. Let me explain. I'm sorry. I know I did you wrong. That's why I wrote this song. Song, baby. Just let me speak, girl. Stop fighting me. She was just a fling. She just sucked my thing. She don't compare to you. You my lifey, boo. All right, let's fucking hit game three, boys. And we'll talk about the fucking festivities of the evening. Yeah, man. So game three. Pretty dees. Yeah, I was sitting on two wins. Raj was. Two wins. Bar. Yeah. One and one. Not too bad. He's batting 500. Barry got bad. really close to me here. 
Yeah, yeah we can fuck up. We can lean up on each other now. It's pretty sick. Kind of chilly in here because you got the door open. Because so. I wasn't Cuddle smoking any one. cigarettes. <laughs> so this one had a diagonal deployment. Yeah, it was a diagonal deploy with We're, none of the funky extra shit nah, associated just, with it. Yeah, you just uh, drop one objective in the very center of the table, and whoever was controlling it at the end by having the unit with the highest unit strength closest to it got 300 victory points. So I rocked out against Chris Broska's Ogres. Oh, yeah, bro. I was pretty stoked to play Ogres, and Pretty cool to play Chris. Get a taste of the new book. New, new Grogers. Right. So I deployed kind of back. Decided I didn't want too much of that. He had a big, like, 16-man Ogre block with a couple characters in there. Oh, so shit. it was looking pretty scary. Mm-hmm. I deployed back as well as I could. There's a big house on my side, so it kind of broke me up, but I got to set the Senegor up on the other side of him. Senegor went stubborn again for their little roll. <laughs> it's three for three on the stubborns. <laughs> Never once did it come into play, but... <laughs> so kind of worked out pretty good. My skinny end, narrow end, whatever, is where most of my shit had to go based on the way the terrain was. But what it also meant was that he couldn't bring all of his power to bear on me. Okay. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh my plan for the big ogre block was do what the fuck I can to whittle it down because if it hits me, it's going to destroy what I got going. Mm-hmm. By turn three, I'd cast three pit of shades on it and killed 11 of them. <laughs> nice. Broska wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> the rest of his ship was bottled off to the side. Couldn't really get in. On my turn three, I'd flown some, or it was my turn two, I'd flown some harpies way up in his grill so that his big ogre block either had to charge it or try and maneuver around it, which was impossible. Um, he did end up charging those harpies with his lead belchers, which, eh, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. There was only four of them, so they could hit me all day long. The Senegor fucking ran up, started charging random shit. Uh, Nawar, one of his strategies, he had some really interesting ogre strategies, okay. by the way. Let's so, about him. Uh, one of those was he had three 10 man units of Noblars, and one of the things he would do is cast Stubborn on them, which was fucking. <laughs> so, yeah, kill them all. Yeah, it didn't work so well because my guys come in with so many decent strength attacks, but I can okay. see that being a nasty fucking thing to do to someone. His, so, he's trying to bring his shit into bear on you. Yeah. Fortunately, like I said, I had bottled him up. I had a chariot way off to my left, which was. On my fucking skinny end, charged it with his fucking chariot, and I had to hold because if I fled, I was going to run off the table. And he also charged it with one of his solo units of... Um, the Saber Tusk? Yeah, the Saber Tusk. And he was coming in at such an angle that I could flee and just free flee across the table through some of my own stuff, but still survive. So I fled second one, which put the chariot behind me, which was fine. Um, and also stopped his shit for a turn because then it was failed charges. One of his other big strategies that, thank God I rolled a lot of four-up wards days on my wizard, he had a unit of four. Yeah, I can't think straight. We just had a big old pizza break. It was great. <laughs> and he had a unit of four man-eaters, and he took poison, and he took, was it sharpshooter? Yeah, a sniper one. Sniper the, the one that sniper, makes some yeah. snipers. So he just fucking bring them up in range and then snipe characters out of units. Okay. Are they blissful skill Four? I believe they are. So, like, what would he need to hit with, like, uh, it was, shots? Well, you get move, range, and multi-shot, sniper. and Your sniper. Pistol, you don't get move or range. Pin. Okay, so it's just minus two. Yeah, so then he'd be hitting on fives, and then the sixes are poison. He fucking did that to my wizard two rounds before I realized that, because he got my wizard down to one wound, and, and like I said, I made a f- my level four, I made a fuck ton of ward saves. So then I just moved yeah. the Ungor and some other random shit up the block. Yeah, surprised. Yeah, that's a fucking awesome combination. Did so, you get into combat with the 
the four-man blocks that he has? Not till way later. The Senegor mopped up some of the shit he had going. And then the Senegor hit those man-eaters in the ass. Mm-hmm. And then he killed all of them but three. Uh, but I was able to do enough wounds to draw the combat. <laughs> nice. Those Senegor, like I said, come in fucking super solid hitters. Turn one, his cannon misfired. And, or his cannon slash Rhinox chariot thing. And then the cannon was destroyed. So it was just a chariot after that. Was your... Wizard Lord MVP that game or one of the other units? Yeah, he probably did the most killing, having taken out eleven of those fucking ogres and making that unit not so scary. <laughs> I made a pretty far charge on his lead belchers with the Bestigor, the lead belchers that had wiped out the Harpy unit, which mm-hmm. were pretty much right in front of the the remnants of his big ogre block. So after I blew through those four lead belchers with the besties, I was in the flank of the cannon chariot thing. And then I made a dumb move there. Those guys, the Bestigor, a little bit were sticking off to the side, so he charged in the Iron Guts. He was happy to have them finally see combat. But I wasn't too scared because only one of the dudes was attacking plus a supporting attack. So my dumbass moves my general over to fight fucking Iron Guts. (laughs) He directs all six of his attacks at my general, fucking flattens them. (laughs) So I was like, oh, I don't know what I was quite thinking there. So, uh, with that, is there anything you do differently next time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, I think I played it pretty well. I ended up 20 nil in him. It worked out great having bottled him up like that, okay. not let him come in in strength. Yeah. Because if he could have, that big ogre block would have fucking mauled me. And he was kind of pussyfooting around. His big ogre block didn't want to charge that unit of harpies for some reason. So they just end up sitting there for an extra turn and waiting for the harpies to get out of the way so he can maneuver around. But that gave me another chance to fucking cast Pit of Shades on right. him. Actually, I walked over during this game. <laughs> and it's about, like, two and a half, three feet of Beastman battle line sandwiched between a building and the table edge. Yeah. <laughs> and then about five feet wide where the ogres trying to come in at it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> All right, not everybody's going to be getting in. I wasn't happy with it when I went into it. I thought the deployment was going to kind of screw me, but it ended up really working out to my favor, so I kind of forced Gump my way into it. <laughs> yeah, we had no room to really run or back up. Yeah. So you had to kind of project out with your support units, try to mess with them as best he could. Right. He made a crucial mistake there by putting all of his shit off on the side where they couldn't just walk forward and hit me. Anyway, so, yeah, if he would have deployed all of his strength right in the center... And just fucking moved it up. Yeah, I would have got the charge on him, which I guess for ogres you don't want that happening. But um, he could have still teased me and pussyfooted around until he got some charges off. So I, I thought I played it as well as I could. Okay. Uh, so I was happy with the end result. Bear just Bear. pooped in his drawls. One's for you, Conesy. <laughs> you gotta get a couple mic farts for the cone star. For the cone star. All right, Bear, who'd you play against? Uh, Patrick Brindelson, who you, you played uh, in round two. Goblin guy. Yeah, didn't go so hot for me. Oh, are you <laughs> feeling pretty good going in? I found his big unit of savage orcs and <laughs> black orcs rather intimidating because there's nothing worse than something that's killy and has ranks. And I, I thought the same of those units when I saw them. <laughs> My main tactic was kind of pick one unit, one of them, and try to focus all my aggression on it. Within round, with, after the first round, when he failed his his uh, animosity with the savage orcs, <laughs> I decided to I decided to go for the black orcs. Then yeah, go for the gusto, right? So I like I got him in the let's see, I think I got those guys in the front with one of my with my bulls, I think. And how many bulls are you talking? 
Uh, ten bulls with two heroes. I mean, with a tyrant and a... Okay. And so the sounds butcher. like shit, man. And well, then I also got the Mornfang and the Flank, so I thought, oh, man, I got this shit wrapped up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like a Ziploc bag. I'd be feeling pretty good about that, too, actually. And unfortunately, though... <laughs> <laughs> Bar. I just didn't... Well, the Mornfang, you know, don't break ranks, apparently, in this edition. Oh, yeah. So they yeah, were steadfast yep. for long enough that reinforcements came in and everything got drawn out. And there's nothing worse for ogres than a protracted <laughs> combat. So you're saying that if you took six Mornfang, you wouldn't get a rank? I only had three, though. I'm just you saying. You have to have more ranks than the unit. You'd still be steadfast. You can't ever mm-hmm. negate steadfast. Unless you have more ranks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you could it. disrupt his ranks. <laughs> yeah. Gives a shit. Doesn't three disrupt ranks? No. No. You have to have six. Okay. At the end of combat. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so you had a pincer, dude. A fucking pincer. What <laughs> went wrong there? Just, you know, the ogre's, <laughs> the ogre's ability to totally f- not accomplish anything with their dice rolls. <laughs> Were there any rays of hope in this game? Any units that perform for you? Uh, Scrap Launcher did a good job of killing night goblins. Um, <laughs> a lot of things. The one unit that's not really a problem. <laughs> uh, basically, you know, can't remember what happened with the giant, but I think he got shot down by war machines. So, which is actually a pretty good use of him. So, <laughs> better than up some, so better than ogres dying. <laughs> yeah, that was that ended up basically being a neat. Losing this one was more like a uh, this was an eighteen two loss for me so I did score some oh, points. Yeah, and point of the night goblins <laughs> is worth something, right? Yeah. It's nothing worse than the damn savage orcs. So they're like my bane of my existence. Every time I face savage orcs, it just ended oh, in tears. I mean, <laughs> bears curled up under the table. It all started with McClure and like that last that one North Star where he like oh, yeah. managed to score like thirty. 200 points against me in a 2200, 2250 tournament. Yeah. Did you have any time this game where you rolled to get the D3 impacts with your ogres? No. No? No, not the entire tournament. I was watching. I never got, I never, <laughs> I never rolled more than a, you, I never rolled sure? 10 or more. Never rolled more than a 9. <laughs> <laughs> Luck of the bear. So. Yeah, but you, so you got, so now you're 1 and 2. Yep. Okay. Officially. All right. Raj, how'd you go? I was matched up against Dennis Gunya. He what was, was he in the rocking? Warriors of Chaos. Okay. Which, think about it, I think it's probably a pretty tough matchup for my list. Yeah. Just the magical attacks on the Knights and the, the corn holers are pretty good. The Zinch guys can't kill very many. But basically, you had a Zinch block, a corn holer block, <laughs> unit of Chaos Ogres. I'm like, well, yeah, I can kill the Chaos Ogres. Yeah. <laughs> unit of Knights, he had a disc, disc rider. Pretty like a fucking one or standard two. list for Chaos Warriors. Uh, the, but his general was Estetus Slanesh, ah, level four. Okay. And the disc rider was like a level one, but he rolled gateway with that one. Uh, it wasn't looking so good. <laughs> but his knights were frenzied, and I got to use a little redirecting with the eagles early yep. on. Sure. He had to come in. Well, I think he had an option to sit there if he wanted, but he came in, took the angle, and then he rolled high enough. Maybe I didn't wasn't paying close attention on the diversion, but that the flank that was exposed to the tree kin when he over was forced to overrun became a rear. Ooh. So I'm like, well, okay, he's facing the center of my line now, so I have to put the tree kin in anyways. 
just got a bank on a flesh of stone. Got more dice than him in the magic phase, so that should pretty wor- work out. Yeah. Did not work out. Did not get flesh of stone off. <laughs> and Chaos Knights proceeded to beat the shit out of the tree, Ken. <laughs> I think he kills three and a break. Thankfully, there two is rear, so he has to chase the other way. Okay. So that buys me a turn where he has to reform and then come back. So in the middle, beat the shit out of the Chaos Ogre is great. And I divert the Cornholer unit and find out it doesn't have a flaming banner. <laughs> that would just fucking ruin my day. <laughs> so I end up flanking the Cornholers, his BSBs in there, with the Tree Man and the Tree Kin. Yeah. And I have to break them. He's got like a full 15, 16, 17, 18 man unit or something like that. Yeah. So I have to kill like half of them to get them under. So they're not steadfast. Yeah. Otherwise, the uh, Chaos Knights are going to come in the Treekin flank, and the Zinch Warrior Block is going to come in on the Tree Man flank. I'm going to be a fucking pincered on three sides. <laughs> Go in, kill a fair number. He's steadfast. Turns the face. The Knights come in. The Warriors come in. So I'm like, well, this isn't looking pretty good. <laughs> These are my three combat units. One of them's down. <laughs> the Knights come in. They do quite a few wounds. They actually kill themselves out of combat with the tree kin. Because uh, of the width of his warriors. Yeah. And but the tree man and the tree kin do pretty good and end up beating on quite a few of the warriors. So yeah. I got like a couple left. But he's got combat handily. But the tree kin they flee his warriors pursue and the direction is away from this, the Zinch warriors. So they go through the Chaos Knights and they kinda of pop out and he doesn't catch them. So the tree can are out of they're out of there. So that's good. Yeah. There's a couple left. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, okay. Maybe the tree tree man can handle this. But the knights are coming in next turn. My turn is fight the combat with the Zinch Warriors. I'm stubborn. Fail the stubborn check. <laughs> Flee through the knights again away. And he doesn't catch me again. Yeah. So <laughs> wow. the tree can and the tree man both slip the noose in the middle. And now he's got his Chaos Knights an inch away from his Zinch Warriors looking at each other. <laughs> which worked out pretty good. They're facing away from each other. That's kind of how that went in the middle. Yeah. Now, some other tricks I learned from Mr. <laughs> Stentz was if you... Okay, so let me think about this. He ended up concentrating on all his shit to kill, my, to kill my general, basically, with all his magic, with magic missiles. Yeah. He took a gateway. He ended up wiping out the Gladeguard unit she was in. With a gateway? Nah, um, maybe the gateway finished it off. Yeah. And this is the only time in the tournament that I have a uh, talisman. When you get down to one wound, you have a two-plus ward. <laughs> so I'm very glad I had it because she took quite a few hits and made it through the game. But the, the disc rider came up on the flank of the other Gladeguard unit, laid down a, the template, Yeah. the breath weapon or whatever, this yeah. dreaming corruption. <laughs> I don't know, kills like half of them. The, <laughs> but she's sitting there blocked, and I've had my wild riders which can't do anything against knights, ogres, chaos warriors, or anything. <laughs> Just kind of shadowing his speedy heroes. Yeah. And I was kind of there, but the Gladeguard were blocking. So I ended up declaring a charge with my Gladeguard into the flank of his chaos knights. Okay. 16 or 17 inches away. So they would stumble forward D6 when they failed, and that gives the lane for the wild riders. Yeah. So I did that. The Gladeguard got out of the way. Wild Riders came in. Dennis fled the charge, and he actually never rallied with that wizard. So I got that one. <laughs> nice. So that's a level four on a disc? No, it's a level one on a disc. Oh, level one, okay. So leadership eight, and he's outside of the BSB bubble. Right. So I ended up rallying. I think he uses reroll to try and save it. North Star reroll. Two or three attempts, yeah. But. We never spoke about that, but... 
You get one dice roll per game. Yeah. yeah, you can re-roll one thing, and you can re-roll a re-roll with it. The next turn, almost the exact same situation happens, but my level four is blocking the Wild Riders from his level f- from his level four. Yeah. So I declare a flank charge with my Wizard Lord into his Chaos Knights. It's a 17. <laughs> she gets out of the way. The Wild Riders, he accepts that one. Yeah. <laughs> he does a wound like the Wild Riders do a wound. Got a charge, banner. Flank. Was it front? No flank. It was yeah, front. Okay. Some of the leadership, eight or nine. Botches the roll. They run him, run down his level four. Nice. So it actually became really close in the end. Yeah. I ended up having to put the tree man back in. His chaos knights were sitting on the objective uh, within six yeah. inches. I moved the wild riders over, over their five. There's five chaos knights. The tree man has to kill one. I don't do shit, so that's contested. <laughs> yeah. And his... Big Zinch Warrior block is untouched, but I managed to kill the last cornholer with shooting, so the yeah. BSP's just hanging by himself. Hail a poon or what? Yeah, I ended up using it trying to get his his BSB too, but that okay. didn't work. Sure. It ended up being a 13-7 win. Wow. It was looking really really grim to start with. 13-7 for the Raj. <laughs> Definitely pleased that I pulled it out somehow. <laughs> Luck of the Raj. All right. Fucking, uh, then what do we do? It was time to fucking start drinking. Time to drink. So I had a fucking six beer beer cap for Saturday night. Right. <laughs> I don't remember how many I had, but I remember early on in the night thinking, well, this is my beer cap. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that shit didn't fucking pan out. But Also, if you order any of the talls, that kind of fucks up the whole yeah. equation. It's like a how many t- is this? 24 is ounce this a beer. It's or fucking two? huge. One and a half? <laughs> what does it count? Oh, I think I was counting those as one and a half. It was like a pint plus a little. Technically two beers. Whatever, though. It's not as fucking science. It's just whatever you f- However drunk you feel, <laughs> make the judgment call at that moment. <laughs> so my buddy fucking Eric Jackson came over to his roommate. It's yeah. a good time. Got to see him. He's living over there now. Just like last year, except this year he didn't get drunk enough to have to crash with us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fucking pound of beers, smoke some cigs. You you're, you're three and one. What's that? I'll consider that a loss if you weren't <laughs> able to get him so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that means I got an extra game on y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So me and Roger both three and oh. Burr was one and two. So yeah. you guys were drinking up in the tavern. Yeah, we just sat in the bar pounding beers. Yeah. Me and Chit-chat. quite a few other folks were downstairs slamming beers for a much more reasonable rate yeah. of, of, of monetariness. I spent so much fucking money on just beer there. It was fucking shocking. I think I bought two rounds that night, and then plus all the beer I bought for myself, all told, it was a fucking scary. When did they close up? Did they close up at like... Well, it was Daylight Savings. Like in so Wisconsin, they all stay open an extra hour, but in Minnesota, it looks yeah. like they were closing up at like fucking one thirty in the like, morning. Shut her down. That was a blessing, though, because <laughs> well, I didn't have a hangover on Sunday morning. Didn't sleep an extra hour. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really get fucking a headache or anything until I started getting my ass kicked in game five. <laughs> a little foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think too much exciting happened there. Just chit-chatting around the bar, yeah. pounding yeah. beers. A lot of bear. Yeah, we went back to the hotel room. No, bear bail kind of early. It was pretty funny. So the the bear has reached his limit. Yeah, I hit that point where I was like, I'm either going to puke or i got to either lay down or I'm going to puke. So I decided, I think I'm going to go back to the room and lay down. I fucking, the next morning I ran into Steve Heyer and he's like, hey, I saw the bear at like 2 in the morning stumbling to his room. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I remember him leaving. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> so we had a midnight visitor. Oh, Yeah. 
As we went back to the room, Chad Anson followed us. We walk into the room, and I had no idea what was going on, but Chad fucking strips down to his fucking not very manly underwear. <laughs> He's wearing, like, some bikini underwear, and he just starts yelling at the bear who's laying in his like, What are you looking at? Yeah. What are you looking at? <laughs> I just opened my eyes, and there's Chad's crotch, right, like, inches from my face. I didn't even register that he was yelling. I was just kind of like, what? I was just too, like, in my drunken state, I just had no idea what was going on or what to make of the situation. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious is all shit. The bad, yeah. I got some pics of Putting it. Finger, yeah. I don't know if I'll release those. <laughs> Chad Hansen is fucking... It was, those pictures are hilarious. Lionel Gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> always just post the, pic, the after picture where I would be sitting there grinning, yeah. lying there grinning, you know. Gorilla versus bear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was quite humorous. Yeah, it was great. But so, anyways, we passed out. Yeah, I think I had one of my all-time all best one-liners. You remember that, Johnny? Mm, what was it? And that bridesmaid chick walked by with that grimace on her face, like she, like she, she just. <laughs> and she walks by, and, and this unhappy-looking bridesmaid walks by. <laughs> God, she just, she looks like she's really angry or unhappy with something. I'm like, been looking real pissy all night. Yeah, and I'm like, like that look. You <laughs> like that I just had sex with Joe Rogers look on her face. <laughs> Ryan Gold experienced to... that himself. <laughs> yeah. He knew the look well. <laughs> Crystal has it <laughs> once every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> You know I miss you, girl. I miss you. You miss me, too? <laughs> I, I want to come see you, baby. Flint floss. A tummy scratch me. I'm trying to wipe you up so I could love you down. I come across time to hear that ooh-ah sound. I'm trying to wipe you up so I could love you down. I come across time to hear that ooh-ah sound. Floss, baby. You know I miss my lady. Miss you. Been about a week since we sexed in my Mercedes. Hey. I work long nights and you work all day. But I'm trying to love you down in a hundred different ways. Oh. My car acting funny, but you know I got that money. Got a cab over here, baby girl. Don't be a dummy. Hey. I want to hear you moan. I want to hear you groan. groan. Bring yourself, girl. I don't want to oh. be alone. I'm trying to wipe you up so I can love you All right, let's do fucking final day of the tournament, boys. Day two. We fucking got our shit on. <laughs> fucking game four. Scenario. This scenario was where you deploy at the ends. Battle for at the, the short ends of the table, yeah, and then you <clears throat> battle for the ass. slog toward the other dude. And the both players put down an objective in this one, pretty much in the center of the board, but one on each side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 150 victory points for each one you controlled at the end of the game. So I played against Jason Swanson. He was the Beastman player that the Bear played against before. In the arena of yeah. death. I played him in the big arena. That mess with deployment, right? No, didn't. He, uh, he had a very similar list to mine, except uh-huh. that his gore block was the same, but his own gore, I had 24, he had 40. His best of gore, I had 24, he had 29. So he had an extra rank. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a Razor Chariot. He did not have Shard of the Hearthstone. He had a level 4 on Shadow and a level 2 on Beasts. Uh, he had a Tuscor Chariot and uh, a unit of six Ungor Skirmishers. <laughs> Dear God, I'm pounding too many beers here. <laughs> um, so I was real fucking hesitant going into it. I didn't like my odds too well because we pretty much had 
Very similar list. You matched up straight. Yeah, he would have beat me fucking flat out. Uh, Fortunately, Shard of the Hearthstone gave me the magical edge on him. So I just... Right. Yeah, and the Senegor. Senegor were great in this game. Uh, this one they rolled oh, plus the they rolled plus two initiative for this one. Okay. I believe that's sober for once. And so I set them up over on my far right, right across from his two chariots, and they were great because they kept his two chariots from really doing anything the whole game until I was able to get the Senegor to charge one of those chariots. So it worked oh. out really well. I pretty much held back. I even started backing up once he started charging forward. I was trying to miasma his Gorbok to slow him down. Mm-hmm. I cast a miasma in a pit of shades on his Bestigor and dropped like seven or eight of them. So then that made him very manageable. My gore then ended up charging him after I'd killed him, and I had a miasma off on him. So I ended up fucking two or three rounds of combat killing his gore, which had his general in it. He had his general kitted out pretty similar with the Crown of Command, and he also had the Sword of Battle for plus one attack, whereas I go Sword of Might for plus one strength. Fortunately, by the time I killed all his best gore, and it was just down to his general, by then his BSB was dead, and uh, he failed that leadership nine. <laughs> I can rain away. Did you pick up any interesting tactics or anything? Ideas and kernels for yeah, I did. I did learn that it really sucks to play against Beastman <laughs> when the Beastman player knows what he's I doing. Heard you complain about yeah. that? Yeah, goddamn, Beastman are broken, man. They're fucking <laughs> tough as shit, dude. But one of the things he did, and he did it consistently and well, was when he'd get his units in combat with one of my units, and I had some characters in there. He had that uh, mantle of Gorok spell. I believe or, that's the one. The, no, Laura Beast plus three strength. Plus yeah, well, whatever it is, it gives him plus three strength. Plus three attacks and plus three strengths. He cast it on one of his characters, and then he fucking open a can of whoop ass, direct all the attacks at one of my characters. He killed my level four that way. He killed my BSB that way. Uh-huh. Uh, even in the best gore unit, when our best gores were, were duking it out, he would always put all the best gore attacks on my general, and he ended up killing my general that way. So. I didn't think it was going to be too effective for him, but it was a fucking solid tactic. That's one of the ways he racked up a lot of victory points against me. Yeah, upgraded level twos. You have a couple other. I already got tools in the. Yeah, I'm done with fucking magic, dudes. We'll talk about Merry Mayhem at some point, but my list for that. But so when his gore came in, fortunately, like I said, I had the magical edge, do the shard of the herdstone. So when I when he came in, he charged me. I had plus one strength, plus one toughness. And like I said, he was still able to flatten all my characters that were in the unit, but I ended up beating him real handily, breaking him, and wiping him out. And then it was right then after that that his lord broke, and I fucking killed him. Okay. Uh, at the end of the game, all he had left was Ungor, and one of the Ungor raiders, who was with his level 4. One another thing he did was he charged just his level 4 with the Ungor raider into my remaining, like, 7 Bestigor. And cast that goddamn same spell, <laughs> turn his fucking level four wizard into a real killing machine, fucking beat the piss out of the out of the bestigor, ended up breaking him, catching him, That's fuck out points, all the points from yeah. a bestigor. I never really thought too much about that spell, but it was a fucking solid tactic. One thing he shouldn't have done was been such a pussy with his chariots, because if he'd have just moved them both up. They would have actually been a threat. Yeah, I would have been able to charge one with the Senegor, but fuck it, dude. So you lose yeah. one of them. They would have been able to support his gore when his gore came in, um, and that could have gave him what he needed to actually beat my gore with his. Okay. 
Send me uh, a little Operation Grill. Yeah, he was trying, but I had my my asthma just gore a few times, and it's best to gore okay. to keep him from moving too far. I ended up pulling out a fourteen six, uh, so I beat him, and I held one of the objectives at the end. He held the other. It was, uh, but it was a really good game, really well fought. He dude fucking knew what he was doing, and it was great. To, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's for so. you, Conzy. <laughs> anything? Uh, anything you change about that game? How you play that game? Um. <clears throat> yeah, that's a good question. Somehow, yeah, I would have. The best of Gore had a chance to get the fuck out of there and not let it. Because I started chasing after his wizard after. Our, he just had his wizard and one Ungor. Mm-hmm. By then, all my characters were dead, so he had total magical dominance. So I should have just got the best to go the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. But instead, I got greedy and tried to kill his level four. So that's... Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for that, Russian, yeah. I would have won because that would have been an extra three or 400 points for the best to go. So that's my fucking greedy idiot okay. move, but worked out. Bear. Bear. Game four. Okay. What do you got, bro? Play it on us. I uh, faced Who'd you play? Against a Gordy Herman. <laughs> Gordy Herman? Was he rocking? Uh, orcs and Goblins, again. Were you feeling a comeback? That I was a feeling, pretty decent matchup for you. I was feeling more confident this time. I mean, okay. I thought I had a pretty good chance. Were you hung over? Not too bad, really. Okay, I mean, nice. My stomach was a little upset, but no headache or anything. Did you have like the that. trots? Nope. Okay, no trots. <laughs> so, I don't uh, easily get the trots. So. What did Gordy's list look like? Pretty similar to Patrick's, slightly smaller units and a little more. Savage orcs. Yes. A smaller block. Looked more manageable. Smaller block of uh, black orcs. He had he had a unit of six trolls, though. That was the big difference. Had a little night goblin. Obligatory night goblin unit. Uh, co- Seems like the uh, goblin flingers are pretty popular. The Doom Divers? Doom Divers, yeah. yeah they never miss. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And then a giant. He had a giant as well. So I was feeling pretty good about this game. Um, How long did that continue for <laughs> into the well, game itself? Did it go to the end? Is there a clear turning point? Where there was a clear, bad about it? There was a clear turning point. <laughs> All right. I, let's see. I believe my, my big unit of bulls, the Tyrant, they faced off against his trolls, and they beat them handily, and then I just I restrained and just let him flee because they were well away from his general leadership, so I thought there's a pretty good chance he'd just keep running for the whole game. <laughs> and he did, but that wasn't the turning point. The turning point happened when, um, because of the narrow deployment, he had it was a board with a big building right in the center of his deployment, so his battle line was kind of real dense. So what I did was... I'd found that throughout the course of the tournament that the um, Mornfang were pretty, you know, while he hit really hard, they tend to generally just die in any sort of prolonged combat. Okay. So I decided what I'm going to do is I put the Mornfang in front of my Iron Guts, charge them into his Black Orcs, and then I figured, well, you know, I'm probably going to lose the Mornfang, but by the time my Black, my, my, my Iron Guts get in there, they can mop up what's left. Yeah. No problem. Sure. Well, he casts <laughs> a... Um, the bad moon spell through them. Okay. 
And at this point, uh-oh. <laughs> well, one, of them, one of them strength. It's not one a big of them's toughness. Well, it was not a big deal because the wor- it did. The worst it can do is three wo- one wound to each model, oh, yeah. and I had just a command unit, so there's no lookout server role, so it should be two on the rank and file and one on the yeah. champion. Well, <laughs> Mr. Eric like Hagen me. came along and ruled otherwise, oh, so boy. I went oh, in there minus geez. one, <laughs> minus <laughs> one Mornfang. This is it. We're never going they back. They fucking whiffed start. it. Didn't do shit. <laughs> so then and then they, the Black Orcs overran into my unit and, and basically bent the iron guts over. <laughs> Perfect plan ruined by a rogue North Star judge <laughs> with a grudge against the bear. <laughs> Sad to see it this day and age. Yeah, and I double checked, you know, I got home, I looked up the oh, rule, and I'm boy. like, yeah, all right, right there, you know, it's like it's a template attack, should have been spread out. Oh. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? So. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Other side of the board, <laughs> little unit of Savage Orcs, not very big at all. I was like, okay, I've got my bulls with my general and my butcher in there. So a 12-strong unit. Yeah, and... My and a flank charge for my scrap launcher. I'm like, okay, no problem. I got this. So they charge, charge, break both units, run away, run down. <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. how could that have not beat those. I just really extremely piss poor rolling, bad luck. I don't know. Luck of the bear. I mean, it sounds like. I mean, does that, does that sound like a, a pretty solid? Decision on my part to do that. Twelve them. ogres versus how many savage orcs? I think it was like a twenty to make twenty or twenty-five man unit. Yeah, should, you should be uh, rounds, but with a flank charge. Initiative is simo with a chariot flank charge. Oh yeah, you should. I think you should have done it right there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just my imagination. Okay. Was he biggins? Maybe he's hitting you on threes or something. Did he have a five up? I don't think it was, was biggins. There, there? I mean, there was not a five up. I, know, I remember Patrick's. Savage Orcs had more big guns with the five up. This is flat out luck of the bear, then, right? So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) turn tail. Yeah. Anyway, what was the final? That one was like a 17 3 loss. Oh, you got a couple points? Yeah. Bear is fucking just squeaking along. All right. His way up from the masses. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Raj. Round three. I was playing David Caven with. Dogs of War. Ah, something you know rather well. Yeah. Stents had to come over. I was going <laughs> to play it all coy like I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> he had to point out that he was playing the number one Dogs of War general. <laughs> How does this then look? he said if he beat me that he got the title then. Too. Yeah, so it sounds like that. two of yeah. HPBs got sabotaged by uh... a <laughs> rogue judge. I know John's shooting for that Dogs of War title, too. In any case. So how does this look compared to what you would usually feel? Totally uh, different? i seen you at yeah, Birdman. Okay. Yeah, it turns out the birdmen are pretty cool down there. <laughs> they ambush, they got crossbows, they got a hero, they got decent attacks. They, they used to be the fucking used to be the joke of the game, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> they made him, gave him a lot of rules. But he had a double cannon, double hot pot list with two lore of light lizard wizards. Yowza. And two level he de- fours, level one twos? Level four and a level one. Okay. And he deployed real deep in his deployment zone. So my 
uh, this is not the scenario that I want going against this list. So I deploy on the starting line. I'm going the full 10 inches each turn. Now, you Operation were playing grill. right behind me here, and I look back, and I was chatting with the dude, and there was all the way across the board a big fucking line of wood elves. Yeah, 10 I'm inches like, each turn. holy shit, dude. Yeah. Coming in, max speed. <laughs> I'm taking the cannon shots. Uh, first turn, hits the tree man, wounds, does five wounds. My first magic phase, I heal five wounds on the tree man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So over the course of the game, that tree man probably took... I don't know, 15 wounds. <laughs> he took quite a few, but it turns out picking regrowth over flesh to stone. Yeah. Very well paid off. <laughs> His magic phase, thankfully, he didn't he didn't go for burning gaze too much. Um, I usually stop that and let the banishments go off on yeah. the tree kin. So he's kind of knocking them down. I was bringing them back. <laughs> One kind of pivotal thing maybe was he had the big marauder block with his paymaster. They got flails or frenzied. And there's a pay chest that give each one plus one attack. <laughs> Strength five first turn. Three attacks. But he... So my plan was to divert him with the eagle. Yeah. And then kind of hit him with the tree kid, tree man. Okay. If I got a flank. Sure. Well, he fails uh, a frenzy check. <laughs> runs five inches out, so I'm a little closer. So I put the tree man in by himself. So he kind of soaks up all the flail damage. Yeah. And then... But uh, he's good at that. Yeah, he's he's good. So he starts beating him down, and then I put the tree can in, and it eventually, in a couple of rounds, really, just kind of bust through on their tough three. Was it a horde? Yeah, there's like nice. 40 or 50 marauders. Holy shit, okay. So that worked out pretty well. Were you allocating attacks on the paymaster? Yeah, he moved them over to the tree man, actually, and then I actually hit and wounded with my attacks for once with the tree man and killed him. So <laughs> was, that was pretty good. Was he rocking Indie GT, or was it yeah, PDF? Yeah, and it turns out my original plan wouldn't have worked because he has a pay chest that gives him plus one attack but makes it so they can't overrun ever okay. or pursue. So uh, it's a little shady, but yeah, it's fine. And then in the middle, he's got a big pike block, which is 40 strong, going to be facing off against a tree kin unit. I hit it with a dweller's. Uh, take it down to 20. So now he, then he starts oh, retreating. <laughs> and then last turn, that ends up being hitting the tree Tree can in the front, tree man on the side. Yeah. You end up getting him? Yeah. It was like the last turn of the game. Okay. And actually, I, I should have had him the turn earlier. This is another thing I need to start paying attention to. But I decided to do my charges. I just did them across the table. Yeah. You know. Didn't pick a charge order? Is that the issue? Yeah, I wasn't really thinking about it. But I char tried to charge the remnants of the pikemen. And he f just fled. And I had an eagle right there. He could have maybe run him down, but definitely probably see him off the table edge because he's so close. Right. But I had already declared the eagle charge on a fucking hot pot. So, uh, <laughs> that was a, so I'm like, fuck, he might get to the end of the game before you know they might survive or might not get anything. Yeah. Well, there, this tournament did have the 7th edition throwback where you'd get half points for fleeing units and shit. Yeah, if you got them under 25%, you got yeah. half. Okay. Maybe fleeing. But this is the game I also found out. Yeah, fleeing units as well. Heinous effect that Mike Gerald has upon my dice. <laughs> Just because I ended up, he had his general out on his own. Dave did. And yeah. I lit him up with the Glade Guard units plus the Hail of Doom arrow. Yeah. And he has a. His general had a three plus ward, goes to four, goes to five, goes to six. <laughs> so he made all four of those. And then it was down to a six. 
and they end up making like two or three of those to end the turn with one wound left. <laughs> got my tree man's down to one wound. He got hit with another cannonball. Did five wounds. I'm like, oh, I'm glad, glad Mike's here to see that I don't always have luck of the ride. <laughs> then I kind of pieced it together that at the end of these these games, when terrible things happen, that he's always around. So I told him. Told him he's the Raj Kryptonite? Basically. <laughs> nice. All right. So 20 0. This fucking gay. All right. Nice. So that was another good round for us. Not so good for the burr. Butt stomping. All right. Let's fucking get on to the last one then, bros. Yeah, let's do it. We're doing pretty good. So me and Roger were 4 uh, 0 at this point. So we went out to lunch. We, If you listeners paying attention at home, will comment on that, hey, they have the same battle points. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and there's one guy ahead of us, Dale Bartz. He's playing Skaven. Yep. So there's the talk of the, the lunch. Who is going to get to Who is going to fight go Dale? Dale yeah. <laughs> Thank God I wish it would have been the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a different tourney. Very much so. But uh, so game five, the scenario was a pitch battle. There were just bonus victory points for killing characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So we came back, and I was matched up against Dale. And I was matched up against Jake Bromley yeah. and Chaos Warriors. So we had no idea. So I'm pretty happy with that outcome. I'd rather play Skaven. I was pretty happy about it at the time. Usually Chaos Warriors are a great matchup for me, but I made a few crucial mistakes in this All game. Right, let's get into it. So uh, Jake was rocking a pretty standard cast warrior list. He had the Hell Cannon. He had like 18 warriors. Uh, they were of Zinch, but they had the Banner of Rage to make them frenzied. The Marauder Horde he had was frenzied. He had some frenzied cast knights, five Slaneshi Marauder Horsemen, Ooh. and the fucking douchebag on a disc. Show! Um... There's a big fucking weird fence crossing the table pretty much right through yeah. my deployment zone, and it went all the way out mo- over halfway across the table. table. Yeah, it was an awesome-looking table. For some reason, I was a dummy and thought that this impeded my movement somehow, so I was kind of finagling around it and being a real fucking idiot. Um, so I he set up on the back line, and he brought his fucking wizard and then the marauders up, and then other than that, he just kept on shooting with the hell cannon. By the time I got... Anywhere near close enough to charge, the best to go were down to six with the general plus the general. Uh, the gore were still looking pretty good. The gore did end up getting a charge off. They failed it on the marauders the first time. They got it off on the marauders the second time. When they finally got in there, they killed twenty six marauders. He killed a handful back. Hmm. I broke them, and then he charged the gore with the hell cannon. And then they just ended up stuck for a couple turns until his ogres. He had some chaos ogres. Uh-huh flanked my ass. That was a bad state of affairs. Uh, there was a big, in the center of his deployment zone, there was a big fenced hill that he could mm-hmm. defend. So he just left his cast warriors there till my best to go were down to, like I said, six plus the general or five plus the general. Um, then he flanked them. <laughs> he didn't really see the stubborn crown coming, but <laughs> at that point it really didn't matter too much. I really holds myself up by not just running for it as fast as I could. I let him pick me apart. He was doing gateways. He was doing whatever the scream attack is that the flying guy does. Yeah. The marauders are throwing fucking axes. Surely the Senegors brought it back for you. In this one, the Senegor... Got minus one movement and... What reroll a, Primal Fury. Yeah, reroll Primal Fury, minus yeah. one move is what they it's had. Move so. seven, then? Uh, move seven, yeah. So, 
Uh, it was the Ungor and the Senegor had to pretty much tangle with the Chaos Warriors. At one point, based on how things fucking panned out, I tried to use one of the units of Harpies to divert, but it didn't work so well this time because he didn't roll a huge overrun. So the Knights ended up literally one inch away because he did a swift reform and moved him over one inch away from the Senegor. So I had to charge him, So I, but I still had 10 Senegor. Charge him into the Knights. He kills all of them but the command. I do dick in return, <laughs> and then I break, even with the Primal Fury on. Um, so Senegor ended up fucking running, and then he just magic and screamed him to death or whatever. It was shit. Um, <laughs> shit, <laughs> Then those knights then regrouped and were able to see off the Ungor as well. Steadfast don't mean shit for some reason to me, because yeah, they're only leader six, I guess, but... That was pretty much the way the right flank went. <laughs> um, okay. In the center, like I said, the gore and the best gore just kept moving forward, trying to do something, but never actually got to it. Mm-hmm. My mistake, Operation Grill should have been in effect, but was not. Okay. Pretty standard Chaos Warrior list. God, I felt really good when I drew it, too, like I said. Usually that's a fucking great draw for me. Uh-huh. Uh, he, the yeah, terrain kind of hosed me, because otherwise I could have got a charge on He had six cast ogres. I could have got a charge on him with the gore like two turns earlier if it wasn't for the way the terrain was. Um, but as it pans out, that didn't fucking quite happen. I, I should have just bit the bullet and charged the cast warriors on the hill as well. It would have just been like minus, minus one, one to hit. Yeah. But Primal Fury, yeah, fuck yeah. it, yeah, I should have I just went for it. For some reason, I was hell-bent on getting those gore into those marauders because I knew I'd eat them for lunch. Because <laughs> you needed to do 26, 28 wounds. Yeah, that was the only, t- only, only thing that whole game that went my way. One of his big tactics there was he kept casting Pandemonium. Okay. And I'm a fucking more. I didn't know it was remains in play, and he didn't tell me, so I just assumed it was one of those stays for one Hex. turn. Yeah, yeah it, it, just as one of those fucking standard spells, and it wasn't. So on my magic phase, I'm like, well, I have to keep casting spells, and I didn't know I could dispel it. So I'm casting spells through Pandemonium. I end up losing two wizards that way, just because I miscast so much, which was fucking bullshit. Next time, ask a couple more questions about his fucking spells too. <laughs> Be a good move. By then, I had pretty bad headache too. Same same reason I went down at the fucking Oktoberfest. <laughs> I didn't get drunk enough to be so hungover I didn't give a fuck. I just drank enough to have a fucking shitty headache. <laughs> so I got fucking nilled. Zero points for the stinks and a fucking oh cast warrior fisting in my asshole. <laughs> 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 but Jake's a good player. It's the first time I played him to my recollection. Um, so next time. Next time. <laughs> All right, Burr. Who'd you play? Game five. I drew up against John Wit Whitten. Can I pronounce his last name? Witten. 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 The fellow with the excellent-looking uh, Nurgle Demon Army. Yeah, I think I gave him my nod for best army. Yeah. I think I did. Yeah. Um, this was a. Uh, I didn't know what to expect because I mean I've played Demons of Chaos before and I've had pretty rough time of it in the past. But you never but seen I've, all Nurgle list. I've never seen. I've never played an all That's Nurgle list of, of Mike Butcher. Yeah, I never even played that army for R. some R. reason. I <laughs> managed to avoid that back in the day and um. And we were also discussing as we were playing how it has been what, a tumultuous ride for him because he's had it since the Storm of Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's probably the single list that's seen the most variation in the last, you know, what, six, seven years of any possible Warhammer army you could have. But, um, wow, Rod, <laughs> So <laughs> this is pretty straightforward. It's a tiny army. I mean, there's only, what, uh, a big block of Plague Bears, a small block of Plague Bears, 
two. Beast and Urgle. Yeah, a one, three or four I man. It was three. Three man unit of beasts of Nurgle. He's using these cool toad models. Yeah, he had the Forge World. Forge World Plague Toads. Yeah, Big Papa. Yeah, and he had the Big Papa, and then two units of Nurgling bases, probably like three or four each. Was Big Papa shitting out Nurglings the whole game? Nope. Does he not do that anymore? I don't it's know. What edition was that? An upgrade. You can yeah, buy. okay. <laughs> so, um,. All right, Bear. I just slogged in there and started fighting. Nothing yeah, much right. to do. Started plugging away at those demons. <laughs> <laughs> now, is he lower in ish than you? Were you getting to fuck strike first and all that? Simultaneous. Simo, okay. Yeah, Simo or first. Actually, I think against the, the, beast, the, initiative the beasts. I think the beasts are initiative one. Okay. Those were the kind of the scariest because I was fairly familiar with their stats. Those and, used to be so fucking dead hard. Yeah, they used to be unkillable when it was minus one to hit. Yeah, and um, so I threw my I threw my Mornfang at those things. Yeah, and so um, three Mornfang on three beasts and Urgle. Yeah, um, I mean it took a while to whittle them down, but they pulled it out. They ended up taking a flank charge from the big block of Nurglings that I just kept holding on um, with those. Armor saves and those parry saves, because ogres, iron fists can get parry saves while mounted. No parries from the flank, bro. <laughs> hmm? Bear don't FYI. need to know that. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering if I took it from the flank or not. I know you took it from the rear. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, and then the ogres came in and helped mop up. Giant went after his uh, Papa Nurgle there and basically kept him busy for a while. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting use for something. He actually does something worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. Dump him with club at all, Bear? It's a pretty good candidate. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't. I don't know. With, with 10 wounds and toughness, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dump with clubs, 2d6, bro. <laughs> yeah, take yeah. a couple thumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, it was, the, it was the crumbling effect that really was the only way I defeated him. Okay. Yelling ball, um, yelling ball, yelling ball. Yeah, I think I got one yelling ball off on him, but um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just piled up on him, outnumbered him, beat him down to the ground. I mean, so you won. Yeah, it was a twenty-zero. Oh, oh, God, the bear. Your nemesis. <laughs> How's John to play? Is he a good guy? Or? Yeah, he's a lot of fun to play. I like okay. him. Sure. He had done a lot of losing at this point, and he uh, took it quite here. well. <laughs> Um, of course, he did probably about the same amount of losing I did. So I mean, yeah. since he was playing you, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was Yo, a good you're game. Creeping back up to the top. <laughs> yeah, you got a couple more rounds. You'd still be in it. Yeah. Bitch out. You fuck. Take home the hammer. Man, <laughs> <laughs> right. so you fucking won. That's pretty solid. Fucking solid. Fucking. Solid. <laughs> All right. Fucking Raj. Last game you played Dale Bart's with a Skaven. Yeah, so going in, so Dale, lost. we were both at 67 points, and he was up at 78, so he had a pretty commanding lead. Yeah, battle point-wise. Yeah, so we were talking before the game about you know various strategies, and we figured that I had him on paint, but then I also did not turn my list in on time, so that probably balanced out right there. Yeah. So I was going to have to do pretty well. To try try and take him down. What does list look like? So his list was three units of minimum size giant rats. He had three units of forty slaves, like a forty man clan rat unit. He had ten gutter runners. He had a, a furnace. 
Yeah, you had an A-bomb, you had a furnace with the big unit of plague monks. You had a warp lightning cannon, the gray seer, and a warp block engineer. Okay. So uh, this table was not a great table for him. So if you imagine in the middle of each quarter, three of them have a fucking gigantic forest. <laughs> like at least... Probably like 14 or 16 inches wide. Right. Just absolutely huge. Good ways to fuck up his steadfast is what yeah, it comes down to. The one quarter had a building, and then in the middle there's like a little impassable kind of fulcrum. Okay. A little piece of terrain. So he won the roll for size, and he kind of deployed back by the, by the building, kind of, you know, in a real reserved. So he probably wouldn't lose too many points if, it, if the shit went downhill. It was kind of a low-scoring game. So, um... I got the tree kid in the middle. I mean, he's got the two slaves in the middle, the building, uh, another slave unit, and then off on the way on the edge is the plague furnace. Yeah. On the way, way off on the edge to start with. Okay. So he gets the first turn, moves up. The gutter runners scout real close to my lines. They go in, take out an eagle. The warp lightning cannon goes off. Strength eight hit. <laughs> There's uh, just two wounds, though. Yeah. And then he has the Warlock Engineer in the Slaves. And I'm like, oh, yeah. All right. Of course, he's got a, a Doom Rocket. I'll have to remember that and reform the, the Glade Guard into a single rank next turn until yeah, until the Doom Rocket's gone, just to minimize the casualties. And you forgot. Well, that you know, I was thinking that when he was moving up for next turn. But he, first turn, he fired the rocket. Yeah. Got a perfect direct hit <laughs> on a... 12-man Glade Guard unit. My general was in there. He rolled 12 two-pluses and wiped out the entire unit to start with, which is pretty good for him. Yeah. Just because... So he killed your general, even? Or just... No, he can't kill okay. the general. Okay. The general looked out, so right. it was fine. Sure. Did he panic or no? Nope. Saved it. Hanging tough? But that's pretty big. Even just saving one or two for the rest of the game, the Skaven was focused around the building. He didn't have any possible way to... To get the unit, if there was any left. What are you doing, Bear? He's cool. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were just leaving. So, like, I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> yeah, so he's got the points for that right away. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Okay. Um, it's my turn. I kind of move up. <sighs> end up running the Wild Riders in. I eventually get the Warp Landing Cannon. The Tree Man does a strangle route to the Gutter Runners. Kills a bunch of them. They run off. Okay. I'm kind of running the Tree Can down the gut. And they're getting diverted by giant rats and stuff. So I end up getting all these kind of auxiliary units of his. Yeah. One big thing was my second turn. So he's got the clan rats, the BSB is Gray Seer in the building, clear shot with the Treekin unit into the building, and Skaven or Steadfast 7, which isn't great even with the It's pretty breakable, yeah. Yeah, so I put the Treekin in, hit them, they hold. I have to move up some dryads now because now he's trying to bring the plague furnace around. Right. It's kind of, you know, it kind of sparks some action into him because now he's in a real trouble spot. The frenzied furnace is getting diverted by the Glade Guard. He pops the, the Gracier out of the building, leaves the BSB and the clan rats in. Yeah. I hit the building again my next turn. I actually break them, and then so they pop out the back. they got a little room to run yet. Yeah. I don't go in the building. He has the A-bomb is basically sitting behind the building the whole time. Sure. So I had three or four tree kin. He could actually whoop up on him pretty hard. He's got warpstone spikes, so he could just ram into the building. So I kind of hang back. His turn, he puts the slaves with the gracier into the building. Then, <laughs> so I'm kind of you know trying to hit the building, force these leadership seven checks. He's trying to bring the plague furnace around. Yeah. And at the end of the game, 
towards the end of the game. And I think the Gray Seer unit took one or two more combats that they, they held on a seven. So the Gray Seer is only a leader seven? Yeah, he's leadership seven. Because he's not getting ranks. Because you don't get your ranks. Okay. So I'm kind of forcing it, you know, doing what I can. He eventually gets the Plague Furnace around, uh, kills that Tree King unit, and then um, on my turn I can put the Tree King into the Furnace, which at this point wasn't sure if I wanted to do that, but I, I had to try and kill it sure. just to get some points because uh, he got the Tree King, so he's up. Okay. Um, and actually the Tree King actually do a pretty good number on the – like it had five wounds to the machine, took a couple. Um, he had – you know the, the static combat res and stuff right. so i held on an eight but doing five instead of six you have to kill the machine and the guy to get the points so i didn't get shit <laughs> but last turn i got a dwellers off on the gracier held Dang. on a seven with, with the panic check i get shooting yeah. <laughs> got the panic check with the shooting he holds on a seven again okay that's basically all i got okay so in so, terms of where it ended up then well, it was a really low-scoring game. So he got a Treekin unit. He got half points for a Dryad unit for being under 25. Yeah. He got that Glade Guard unit he killed to with start spell, with. yeah, or uh, Warplating. And he got an Eagle. Okay. So two of the things he killed the first turn, the Treekin. <laughs> and that was about it. So I got uh, one of the Slave units, all the Giant Rats, the Warplating Cannon. I got a Warlock Engineer. You got extra points for killing characters. Yep. So it ended up being a difference... Of 160 points. In your favor? Or his? In his favor. So okay. he got an 11, I got a 9. Okay. Okay. But now, looking back on it, I, I'm thinking of three kind of key mistakes that I made. Because usually going back and trying to look at the what ifs and stuff isn't really a good idea. But these are kind of three clear things that I could have done differently. So one of them was first turn, I strangle rooted his gutter runners. Yeah. I rolled a big strangle root, got a 10, killed like six of them, I think. Okay. When I moved up, I mean, he's at my back table edge. I just moved straight at him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I would have just angled a little bit to a little bit towards the front, the angle would have meant he just fled off the table. Nah. Instead, he had like two feet of running room. So he, fl- uh, he fled. So he panicked. But he didn't rally, fled again, was still on the board, rallied, and then the rest of the game, he just pulled them back. Right. So they didn't do anything for the rest of the game. Just held their points. So that's so. like a 170-some point unit. I think sure. 17 apiece. So that would have made it a draw right there. Uh, so the second thing was he did move out his A-bomb for a single turn, and I, with my remaining Glade Guard unit, I shot it up. I have the Flaming Banner. I did two wounds. So I was thinking, oh, yeah. Great, now it's time to shoot the Hail of Doom arrow. <sighs> However, I had already rolled the BSB shot with the rest of the unit. Yeah. So I couldn't shoot at it. You know, he already did his regular shot. Uh, sure. So next turn, he just moved the A-bomb right back. And then he hit that too? Yeah, then he hit the A-bomb. Okay. Like the way I could see a little nick of him. Yeah. So the next turn, I shot the Hail of Doom arrow and did two wounds. So he ended up the game with like one wound left behind oh. the building. So that's, that was another big mistake. That's 250-some points, I think. Sure. And then this one's the dumbest mistake. So (laughs) I I charged the the BSB. I broke the BSB's unit, but he forgot, and I forgot. You just kill the BSB. You just peel them off for last man standing. We never did that. Mm. So he ended up running behind the building. He rallied. Uh, like a five or six. Yeah. Now this is where, well, what if the BSB had died? You could get into some weird stuff. But but just for killing him there, that would also, that's like 100. You get a bonus, 100 points, plus 50 for the scenario. 
yeah, plus whatever he's actually worth. Yeah, so um, like 150, 200 points. So that would have brought it back too. So if somehow I'd managed to do all three, it probably would have been 13, 7 to me. Yeah. Still. But it totally, the good thing is it totally doesn't matter because he ended up being 11 points ahead. So even with those extra points, I still would have lost because I never turned my list in on time. <laughs> it been completely terrible. Nice. So that's awesome that he he pulled it out. So he just squeaked out a loss then with nine points. Yeah, so he just squeaked out a win, yeah. and he ended up taking the overall, yep. which was great. Because it's kind of anticlimactic if one guy, like if I, if I had just barely beaten him, Right. So you went 5-0, and but you still didn't win the yeah. tournament. And that's usually how I win, is the other foot, where I lose in my final game, but still like, have a lot win. of soft scores. Yeah. yeah. All yeah right. He really improved it, his paint score from the previous years. He rebased his entire army. Yeah, he was so telling he, me what he had gone through. So He brought it up, and I didn't really have a paint advantage at all. Okay. So. Well, let's fucking talk results then. Okay. Raj with the 12-minute fucking battle report here. <laughs> it's the fucking final game on table one. Fuck you, one man. I had the same points as you, bitch. If I would have won, 20 nil. on table one? I would have won this shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So, like Raj said, Dale Bartz with a scave and ended up taking best overall. Adam Salmon. What was Adam playing? Is he a Warriors Bretonians. guy? Or Bretonians. He took second overall, and Joe Rogers took third overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Bromley, the guy that I played last round, took best general. And there were a whole slew of best individual army awards. Of note... Jake was fourth. I think you were fifth. In terms of overall, yeah, Jake took fourth overall, and then I took fifth overall. Jake also ended up with best Warriors of Chaos general. Mm-hmm. Kevin Bruins, with the high elves that I played, took... Best high elf general. Who else do we know on this motherfucking list? Don't look like anybody. The Beastman guy that I beat and that beat the bear took best Beastman general. Me going fucking nil 20 on that last game <laughs> cost me best Beastman general. Uh, best opponent. Chad Hansen actually took second. Adam Salmon took uh, first best opponent, so that was cool. Best army went to Bennett Blaylock Doan, and Joe Rogers took second, followed by Dennis Gunia. I was not eligible for that for that award wow. because I took it two years ago with my Beastmen. I would like to point out, though, that probably over half my Beastman army is fucking newly painted since then. So I do. Wow. So yeah, it's the same Beastman army, but most of the models are fucking new. How do you make a judgment call? I guess they did make a judgment call. <laughs> I took. I, uh, what's I that? discussed that with John. Yeah. Beforehand. What do you mean? Whether if they paint new models, should they be able to get it? Yeah, and I, I told them I, my advice was not to do it because how, yeah. how would they know? Which, right, from, they from their remember? perspective, they yeah. have no fucking idea. No, I, I, I'm not arguing that point. But from my perspective, at least half that army was fucking yeah. new shit that I'd they, done. So I don't think they were. Everybody kind of bust my balls like, oh, you're still rocking the same shit. Yeah, but dude, fucking half this army wasn't here last time. Plus so. it's completely new format too i mean yeah it used to be beasts of chaos now it's beast men that counts as a <laughs> different a fucking army, army. <laughs> now, there's, now there's big blocks instead of big unruly mobs unruly skirmishy hordes i i end up taking uh player's choice there so that's pretty solid thanks for all the fucking motherfuckers who yeah. voted for my ass dumbass want to point out if uh either you me or uh jake bromley had turned in their list on time, they would be in second place. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, so overall, 
What, what's your guys' thoughts? Uh, I thought it was good. a great time, dude. It was fucking awesome. As far as tournaments go, the fucking tables and the, the scenery and that kind of shit there is fucking top notch. And I think it really enhances the game. So it was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I can't say enough awesome shit about say, what I mean, they've done there. It's almost as good as Wapaka. <laughs> almost. I think I've already gone on record saying it's better. So. <laughs> <laughs> because you get to play. You get to play. <laughs> yeah. But their terrain kicks yeah. the shit out of Wapaka terrain. Yeah, yeah, they definitely and They run a fucking ship. super tight ship. Minus, oh, I think we're a little late after lunch on day two. Some questionable rules Thank- judgments there. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue judge with a score to settle. Yeah. Bear. Well, now the bear's going to fucking hold the grudge. I like the scenarios. I got my book of grudges right here. Yeah. I like that the scenarios are low key. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time I played that battle for the. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, you can get hosed bad. in your situation. You can get easily hosed. The grill, the grill night was the dwarf player. Yeah, that, but he had the ammo like of doom. So. Yeah, it seems like it benefits some more than others. But you have to have a versatile list. I mean, if you're fucked when you play that scenario, you didn't make a very good list. Right. That should yeah. be able to take all comers. <laughs> I'll agree with that 100. percent So, what do you think about the North Star line of sight rules? Uh, I think they're cool. I mean, I think it's nice to have clear delineation of what you can and can't see and it pretty much breaks down to infantry can't see other infantry over infantry and yeah you know, it's can, levels i kind of thought yeah level based based on uh, model height or type actually yeah i thought it added more complexity than it's it supposed to clarify but <laughs> it's like two people don't normally play with those rules so you gotta look them up and try and figure out it might Lead to some ambiguous situations. Yeah, in a couple of our, so I didn't think that. I think the, originally the thought was their terrain wasn't blocking line of sight, like the forest and stuff. But yeah, I don't think that it. Uh, to me, it wasn't necessary. But what place did the bear end up coming in there? I lost my count. Ca- trying to fucking count that. Just <laughs> give me a. So what did you think about some of the other rules changes? The twelve power dice cap. The lookout stars. Twelve power dice cap. I wouldn't really. F- it didn't affect games. me either because I didn't take Laura Death and I had no way other than for my initial Power Dice generation to get more Power Dice, so it didn't matter. What about the Lookout Sirs? Uh, I actually didn't face any major templates. affected me negatively because I could have fucking put a shade some Ogre characters. But I still won that game handily, so we'll say it didn't bother me too much. Uh, yeah, I think oh, that one's fine, too. I don't I guess it doesn't matter to me. I know in the last game, it was a pretty big advantage to me because I was able to move up my general in BSB with my Glaguard unit. Yeah. And I knew that if he got dreaded 13th off, that it's, it wouldn't kill my characters. Right. Like it, it would just obliterate because my unit's like 12 strong with the, and I had both of the characters, so it would just destroy them. So I'd have to cover out of 24-inch range. And just to point out that Dale tried to cast Dread at 13 three times, but he didn't irresist the bullet, <laughs> but he never rolled the 25-plus that he needed for it to go off. <laughs> Otherwise, it might have been down another Glaguard unit. Ooh. But, yeah, but you had enough fucking flub-ups in that game that it balanced out, so... Mm-hmm. Plus, he's cheating, not killing his BSB when he ran. So, um, Bear ended up taking 47th there. There were 64 players total. Some of the Wausau boys, I guess they were actually all pretty much middle of the pack. Steve was 35th, Rob was 40, Travis was 45, which is odd because Travis was on table three yeah. going into the last game. So, Brock and Dwarves with the Anvil of Doom. 
Wouldn't mind getting him on to talk about that. Maybe should get a game in. Maybe. Bro. Maybe, bro. Brosive. All right. Fuck all this noise. What else we got to say about Nordstar? Great fucking time as always. Yeah. Next year, I will get my fucking list in on time. <laughs> Me too. I just went out of my way to get my list of Conzi on time. I just realized I could have made 46 plays if I had my list in on time. <laughs> I jumped up a couple. Dude, you'd have jumped way up, dude, because you had... You jumped all the way up to fucking 41st. I'm so Holy sorry. shit. <laughs> Full six places, bro. You wouldn't clean the upper half at yeah. that number. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice going into the last round because Roger and I were fucking neck and neck. So we yeah. thought maybe we'd have to play each other in the last game. <laughs> yeah, we weren't sure who the who, who else was behind was us. Yeah, or they got a big yeah, win or yeah. something. To, yeah, turns out. Turns out. how it went, bro. <laughs> But, all right, let's fucking wrap this up, dude. That was a great time, and uh, yeah, thanks yeah, to John blah, 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 and Jaren. Interested? <laughs> NorthstarGT.com. Yeah, check out the site. There's a if you go to that site, over on the results page at the top, you can find pictures of the gaming clubs, which will fucking link you up to a fucking some Facebook pics. And there's been some discussion on whether or not I had an erection <laughs> in this picture, <laughs> but this. <laughs> Cock is clearly it's hanging down, not fucking sticking up or out. So. Yeah, well, it could have been the pants forcing it in that direction. Look how, look at that loose trouser, buddy. <laughs> clearly not an erection. And judging by the way my arm is around you, I'm thinking, this, we do how could you not be that? How could you not be aroused at least somewhat? Uh, maybe I was a I little chubbed it's up. It's Photoshop. It has to be Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. Some blur. Sagan's in there. Fucking. Some distortion. <laughs> so... That is not a fucking boner. Know. Let's take a fucking boner vote. <laughs> go, to, go to the point hammer forum and vote boner or no. <laughs> All right, let's fucking end this. Anybody else we should thank for that? John, Ourselves. Jaren, John's wife. Jaren's wife. Heather, maybe? Jaren's wife? Was she in participating? No, I don't know. <laughs> He's just spitting shit out. Eric? Eric yeah. Hagen? Eric Hagen. Me and Raj, thank you. Bear's not happy. <laughs> um... Fucking A. Great time, guys. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a great time. I'm sure we'll be there again next year. Yeah. Suck my balls. Suck my balls. That's my bees. A tummy scratch beast. Slicks back, baby. Yeah,
calls for words cause you've been saying Got you all the breath cause we've been doing If you even had a choice, I know who you would choose It starts with S and ends with lick, how could you be confused? Like a game you know you lose Cause I've been breaking all the rules Like your neck, your back, your thighs Excuse me, I'm so rude Call me a slick interlude Your magician, here's a new trick for you is Point Hammered episode 46. <laughs> 40 fucking 46. Six. The gang is all here. I'm the bastard. 47. The bar's here. <laughs> I was just giving away our fucking numbering order. <laughs> 47 comes in. <laughs> oh, Shit. wait, wait, wait. Are, which one are we going to release first? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, the second one is going first. Oh, okay. Hold on. Start over. <laughs> <laughs> 